is an Auburn Network production. It's a classic combination. Wings 94-3 and Auburn High School football. It's a rollout and looking for a throwback and it's there and give him six. Touchdown, Tiger. Puts his foot in the ground, dives for the end zone. Give him six. Oh, cuts back inside. Let's go. Gets free and he's going to score. We AHS Football on Wings 94.3 is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Now, the voice of Auburn High Football, Scott Bagwell. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Phoenix City, Alabama, Trawick Field in Garrett Harrison Stadium. If it's November, it's in the playoffs. That means Auburn and Central have to play. Evidently, that was a rule put in five years ago, and nobody realized it until now. As the Auburn Tigers and the Central Red Devils, for the fifth time in five years, will play in the playoffs. It's the first time in that time frame that Auburn and Central will play before the Final Four. But this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Brought to you by Russell DeWitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate. And, and Rob, what a weird season. Not too long ago we saw Jackson Kilgore break his collarbone and, and we walk out of Enterprise and we get the news. And At that point in time, playoffs become in question. You upset Opelika, we walk out of Bulldog Stadium and I'm thinking Auburn's got the two. Opelika loses to Enterprise, and I'm like, oh, well, Enterprise or now Opelika is out. Auburn's got to beat Central for the for the for the one, or else we're going to be here in the second round. Here we are. Uh, we're dry now after the uh, the, the, <laughs> rain, the yes. rain-soaked trip down to, to Mobile. But you know, you knew at some point in time it was going to be Auburn and Central in the playoffs. Here we are, and Auburn gets an opportunity just like last year. They didn't play well in the first time against Central, played really well and won the game. Auburn gets an opportunity to, to answer back against the Red Devils and uh, and, and uh, advance on to the next round. Yeah, in football, you know, you typically don't get opportunities a second time except for high school football, you know, and in playoffs and in, in, in 7A in this region. Um, these are the two teams that have been the cream of the crop, and uh, you know the who, the pathway to the championship runs through both of these programs. And so for Auburn to have positioned themselves, I think has been just an amazing feat. I think they've had an outstanding coaching job because, quite frankly, I didn't even plan on being here. I, I thought I was going to be at East Carolina tonight watching my daughter play volleyball. I didn't go to work today. I'd taken off so long ago because when Auburn lost their quarterback early in the season, I didn't think Auburn would be a playoff team, to be honest with you. And the fact that uh, that these coaches and these players have rallied around one another, that setback has become something that's a positive for this team now, that they've got two quarterbacks that can consistently come in and play and play at a high level. Um, I think that they're ready for their shot right here to uh, to stun this, uh, this state and see if they can't continue on in the playoffs. Yeah, against Enterprise, it really felt like a game that Auburn just did They couldn't find a, a good way to win the game. Like, there was they, they should not have been allowed to win the game with as many mistakes as Auburn made in that game. But since that week, Auburn has then in a week, because then the next week they go to Dothan and find a way to win, they have found a multiple ways to win a football game. It's amazing how from week two you go, okay, Auburn's got problems, and now we're sitting here in the second round of the playoffs going, how is Auburn going to knock off the number one team in the state? 
and it's not like Auburn's got to do anything fancy. No, and, and, and the thing about it is is that, you know, Auburn has been a team that wants to throw the ball around, spread you out, find mismatches, and, and they've always had quarterbacks that can do that. When Kilgore went down, Auburn had to roll their sleeves up and become a physical football team and just run it. And so the identity of what that offensive front, what these running backs had to, had to you know, show up and, and, and turn into guys that were going to run through arm tackles and keep drives alive, it's just added another dimension to them offensively. And I think the defense also knew that, hey, we've got to pick up our play to keep the, 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 the game close, to give the offense the opportunity to have a short field. And I, so I just think they've rallied around that, and uh, uh, it's been something that's really going to help them, I think, keep this one close into the fourth quarter. So, yeah, you mentioned that run game against Hoover, 3.2 yards per carry. Against Enterprise, 3.9 yards per carry. Then the injury happens against Dothan, six yards a carry. Against Jag, 5.3, 5.7, 5 against Ramsey, 6 against Opelika, 4.9 against Central, 8.5 against Prattville, 10 against Smith, and 6.6 in a wet, soggy, nasty game down in Baker. So, yeah, this offensive line, and we didn't realize it last week, they were down on linemen. Their starting guard, Case Whaley, was sick. He made the trip, didn't play. Aiden Platt rolled in the right guard, and they went with Platt and Pritchett on the right side of the line and ran for 260 yards. And looked good doing it. I mean, uh, you know, both sides, they had success. And, man, Omar Mapson was just an absolute animal last week. He was so good. Had some of the best runs I've seen him have this season. And you know they have a lot of confidence from that. So I'll be interested to see what they, how they choose to attack, you know, which quarterback they go with predominantly, or do they continue the rotation. But, you know, the biggest question is tonight, Scott, I mean, it's defensively. How do you match up with that juggernaut of the offense and the weapons that they throw at you in Central? That's going to be probably one of the biggest keys tonight. Can you slow them down and make them drive the length of the field? Speaking of keys to the game, we'll have those when we come back. We are about... 27 minutes to kick. When we come back, we'll have keys to the game here on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff presented by the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautowink.com. It's Auburn High Game Night on Wings 94.3. And this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. 
This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, and let's take a look at key at tonight's keys to the game presented by Goose Performing Arts Center and Auburn University. Scott Bagel here, joined by Rob Payton. Rob, what do you have for tonight? Well, for me, it's get the game to the fourth quarter. I mean, this is a, a central team that's got highly ranked kids. They've got all the the love from the state. The expectations are on them to uh, continue on, and uh, you know they, they're the one that, that won this game previously by 21 points. You get the game into the fourth quarter, and I think the uh, all the game pressure then shifts to this sideline for uh, Central. Uh, defensively, I think they have to limit explosive plays, make them drive the length of the field to get them there. And then offensively, I think it's about third down efficiency. It's about uh, keeping your offense on the field and keeping that explosive central offense over here on the sideline. So got to be efficient on third and fourth down uh, on both sides of the ball, but uh, offensively keep possession and keep uh, these kids over here. Yeah, I think uh, I think for Auburn, they got to win a line of scrimmage uh, against Central. First time out, forty-eight carries, two hundred thirty-seven yards, four point nine yards per carry. That's that's pretty darn yeah. good. And, and uh, they faced eighteen third downs against the Red Devils, nine of eighteen on third downs for an offense. Though the issue for Auburn offensively in game one was the turnovers mm-hmm. and then a couple of bad punts. That was the issue there, and then Central did what Central does. And on the flip side, Central running the ball less than four yards a carry. Auburn won the line of scrimmage. they got to do it again tonight. And also, I think uh, I want to see what the punter looks like. <laughs> yeah. We we did not see him. He did not punt in the game in Duck Sanford Stadium in October. 11 games for the Red Devils on the year. And check that, 10 games for the Red Devils on the year and eight punts as a team. So many opportunities in the first game to get off of the field. So many chances where you had a free runner or a guy in a split second that's right there to get to the quarterback, and he's able to get that ball off. And so many times you had defenders in in position, in phase, right there to you know to knock the ball away, to make the tackle, and just didn't do it. And, you know, and I think those guys can can learn from that, and hopefully come into this game with confidence that hey, I'm going to make the play tonight. Yeah, and the other thing is on top of that, I think that. Um, the defensive backs, I think they have seen it. The lot, the defense, they have seen the speed, the power, all of that. There is one person on this Auburn high school team who did not see it, did not experience, does not know what the Red Devil defense, offense, however you want to play it, is like. And it's a pretty big one in Jackson Kilgore. How does he manage and handle seeing the Red Devils flying around? Because they do some interesting things in their defensive scheme that if your eyes start to wander down, if you're a quarterback, can, can cause some problems. Well, I mean, first, he's got some experience in big games. I mean, he's played against some good defenses this year, even though he missed, you know, the, the bulk of the season and missed this game. He played in the first game against a good Hoover defense that I think would be uh, would similar to what he'll see tonight. I think you have to be smart with the coaching staff and, and, and what you give him early in this game. Uh, maybe some things that he doesn't have to read, things that are predetermined so that uh, they're timing and he can get rid of the ball. And then, honestly, Scott, I, I like getting my quarterback hit. And, yeah. and I know that, you know, a kid coming off of a shoulder collarbone injury, that may sound silly, but it just wakes them up. It gets it, it releases the, the nervous energy, and it gets them into the flow of the game. So I may give Jackson a running play early yeah. on just to get him in that, into that uh, mindset. Yeah, and, well, that's something that Auburn went over at times in their, in, in, in their past drop central those that red sea will open and it's been a coaching point guys if it's not third down along we got to force the ball downfield if you see it take it so you know i think the quarterback run game could be big here today um but at the end of the day can auburn contain eight can auburn not turn the football over i think i think those are the biggest ones here today. yeah yeah protecting the football paramount because that was a you know huge issue a 14 point swing that happened on one play 
um, with a with a quarterback bobble, and then uh, you know you've got two quarterbacks that are that are handling the ball every snap. So that's different. The center in our shotgun snap, you know, he he flings yeah. that ball back there really quickly, and so uh, you just have to be ready for that because you know you want to get your eyes downfield and read the defense. Just uh, can't the the things that you, that are are so simplistic have to be things that are just secondhand tonight. And those are tonight's keys to the game presented by Gooch Performing Arts Center and Auburn University. See upcoming events at goochcenter.auburn.edu. On the other side of this break, our third member of the crew who did not have to swim down in Mobile is Jack Hutton joins us as uh, he will go over what's going on in round two of the playoffs this week on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do It Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do It Center and Building Supply. Now, more of the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. Into the Devil's Den we go inside Garrett Harrison Stadium in Phoenix City, Alabama. The Auburn High Tigers looking to pull the upset over the number one team in the state and walk out of this stadium after dropping the regular season contest just like a season ago. Hello again, everybody. Jack Hutton here to bring you closer to kickoff. And welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama, just off the campus of Central High School where the Tigers from Auburn High looking to continue a run to Tuscaloosa, gunning for that ever-elusive state title. And welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. For Auburn, the year started out with a bang as the Tigers went up to Hoover and boat raced the ever-present top-ten rank Hoover boat. Took a turn for the worst, though, when starting quarterback Jackson Kilgore went down a week later against Enterprise with what was thought to be a season-ending injury at the time. That paved the way for quite a story. Mississippi State baseball signee and now Auburn High baseball standout Henry Allen to rejoin the gridiron. Well, he's given it all he's got this year as the Tigers were in need of a signal caller. What a season it's been for Auburn since then. Henry Allen and the Tigers run, literally run through the majority of about this last 80% of this season. You heard Scott Bagwell and Rob Pate talk about it in the open. Auburn has gone 8-1 and one since that loss to Enterprise and have found a way to 
found a way after way to win football games. The only one they weren't able to find a way to win since that loss to Enterprise early in the year, the Central Red Devils. Central Phoenix City boasts the number one ranking in the state and an undefeated record at 11-0 up to this point. A large part of their success has been due to that passing tandem of five-star senior wide receiver Cam Coleman and junior standout Dalen Upshaw. Andrew Alford, also the quarterback for the Devils, has been impressive at managing the game against this top-tier competition in the region. They've also gotten the ball to the playmakers all season. Tonight, Auburn's got their hands full once again. Coleman put up nine catches, 295 yards, and four touchdowns back at Duck Sanford Stadium in October. Auburn going to have to figure out a way to stop the high-flying passing attack of the Devils tonight. They've been here before, though. Last year, Central pummels Auburn in the regular season before the Tigers visit this very stadium and come out with the upset. Clyde Pittman, a late touchdown run to seal it and send the Tigers back to that state championship game. Auburn trying to get to that state championship game this year in Tuscaloosa, and to do it, they'll have to get through this one. Let's go ahead and set the scene for you as to what might be coming up after this game on the Franklin Tire and Auto Scoreboard presented by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn. Four Alabama 7A high school playoffs. Last week it was Central taking down Davidson. They'll now play Auburn this week, of course, as Auburn took down Baker in Mobile. You heard a moment ago Scott and Rob had to go down to the bay to swim a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Was not able to make it last week, but Scott, you got me here again. Mary Montgomery and Dothan. Mary Montgomery outlast the Wolves last week. They'll take on Enterprise, who beat Daphne last week. That one happening in Mary Montgomery. In the event of an Auburn win and a Mary Montgomery win we get an Auburn high home game we'll see what happens the rest of the night James Clemens loses to Hoover last week so Hoover will take on the winner of that Hewitt Trustful Bob Jones games the Huskies a winner in that one 56 to 14 last week so it'll be Hoover and Hewitt Trustful tonight and then Thompson wins big over Florence and Vestavia Hills over Austin last week so you've got the defending state champion Thompson Warriors and Vestavia Hills so looking at the bracket we'll go through it one more time Hill this central Auburn game tonight will play the winner of that Mary Montgomery and Enterprise game and then you'll also have the winner of the Hoover Hewitt Trustful game taking on the winner of that Thompson Vestavia Hills game a lot of action going on around the state tonight in 7a a couple other action uh, action-packed leagues going on of course around Alabama but uh, let's go ahead and take you through a little bit of college football tonight as we get into week number 11 for college football actually week 12 check that it's been uh, it's been quite a week already for college football. Toledo taking down Bowling Green earlier in the week, coming back from two scores with just under seven minutes left to go in that one. You also had a nice little overtime game on that Maction Tuesday night, Akron and Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan winning that in double OT. You get into Thursday night where Pitt takes down Boston College, 24-16. to Tonight you'll get South Florida and UTSA at 8 o'clock on ESPN2. Colorado and Washington State will get things going late tonight. Coach Deion Sanders will take on those Cougars on FS1 once again that at 9.30 tonight. Then you flip the page to tomorrow. You've got Michigan and Maryland setting off the day on Fox. Alabama will get Chattanooga, so a little cupcake game for the Tide before the Iron Bowl next week. Louisville and Miami also at 11 on ABC. Rutgers and Penn State. You'll also get Oklahoma, BYU. Tulane, Florida, Atlantic at 11 a.m. That one will be on ESPN 
ESPN Plus as well. Looking down the list, you'll also have SMU and Memphis at 11 on ESPN2 and East Carolina Navy on ESPN News. Then you get into the afternoon where you'll have Utah and Arizona on the Pac-12 Network. Utah and Arizona, one of the only, oh, let's count them out, one, two, three, I believe that's three games tomorrow with ranked-on-ranked teams. So that'll be one to watch tomorrow if you're watching college football. Cincinnati and Western uh, West Virginia, not Western Virginia, but West Virginia on the Big 12 Network if you get that. Georgia and Tennessee, that'll be taking place in Knoxville, the primetime game for CBS tomorrow. You'll have Iowa-Illinois on FS1 at 2.30 and Notre Dame-Wake Forest, that one, of course, on NBC. North Carolina will head to Clemson at 2.30 on ESPN. And then on ESPN2, Oklahoma State travels to... Houston, if you're paying attention in the Auburn area, Auburn will get New Mexico State tomorrow as a final tune-up before the Iron Bowl next week on the SEC Network. You'll also get Washington and Oregon State on ABC tomorrow night. Florida and Missouri on ESPN at 6.30, and Georgia State taking on LSU on ESPN2 tomorrow night. And then Texas and Iowa State will round it out at 7 o'clock. In the nightcap, San Diego State and San Jose State at 9.30. So there's a look around high school basketball, or high school football, that is, as well as college football. Speaking of basketball, let's head over to the hardwood very quickly up in Brooklyn. Auburn taking down Notre Dame last night, 83 to 59 currently up against the St. Bonaventure Bonnies where Janai Broom already with nine points in this one. Auburn out to a 25-17 lead, just under 10 minutes left to play in the first half up in Brooklyn that the championship game of the Legends Classic. If you're paying attention to that one, you can head over to ESPN2 while you listen to us right here on the Auburn High School Sports Network. Just about, looks like about eight minutes left to go until we get to kickoff, so let's send it to break and then come right back and give you a couple of thoughts from head coach Keith Etheridge as well as a couple final thoughts from Scott and Rob Pate. All cat and more coming up on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff and this is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Mayor Ron Anders wishing our Auburn High School Tigers success as they compete in the state playoffs and vie for the AHSAA Class 7A Football Championship title. On behalf of the City of Auburn, I commend the coaches parents and young men who have put hours and hours of work into representing our community so well with their talents. I invite you to join me as we cheer on these young men. Go Tigers! The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. 1907. Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. 
It's time for a pregame visit with Auburn High head coach, Keith Etheridge. Hey everybody, this is Jacob Goetz, voice of the Lee Scott Warriors. Join me all basketball season long on the home of Lee Scott Academy Basketball, Tiger Country 104.5 on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Find the broadcast schedule and listen live at tigercountry.net. Lee Scott Academy Basketball on Tiger Country 104.5 is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic and Auburn Express Towing. Also by Russell Building Supply, the Gooch Performing Arts Center, and Auburn Bank. Tune in to the home of Lee Scott Academy Basketball, Tiger Country 104.5, part of the Auburn Network's family of stations. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. It's almost game time on your Auburn High School football station. Now, the Auburn Banks starting lineups. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by Auburn Bank. Their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you and proud sponsor of Auburn High Football. First for the defense, number 10, Marquise Washington will get the defensive end start. He's a senior, also a senior. Deuce White will wear number, wear number zero and play defensive tackle. Caleb Crawford at number 92, he'll also play your defensive tackle, another senior on this squad. Junior Caleb Pitts will get the start at defensive end, number 11. Number 21, Jace Williams will get the start at linebacker. He's also a senior. Ty Hudson, the junior linebacker, will wear number 44. He'll get the start. Jackson Mills will be your nickel tonight, the senior wearing number three. Pete Davis will wear number one. He's a senior playing corner. Tremarcus Cheetah-Webb will be in the secondary as a senior wearing number two. Davis Smith will be a uh, the other safety tonight wearing number four. And then Mike Gunn will have a load tonight to carry on Dalen Upshaw and maybe some of Cam Coleman. He's a junior wearing number seven. Cheetah Webb will be your returner. You could get uh, Omar Mapson and Tyler Flakes as well as Josh Askew back to return. On offense for the Auburn Tigers, Henry Allen getting the start at quarterback, we believe. Tyler Flakes will get the start at running back, the senior wearing number double zero. Griffin McLean, the senior, will get the start at tight end wearing number 81. Cody Palmer, your H senior, wearing number three. Ian Nation, number nine, the senior at wide receiver, led Auburn last year in catches and now is the single season receiving, catch, receiving leader for catches in a year. 
Indian Nation will wear number nine and get the start at the Z slot tonight. Gibson Lothridge, the senior, wearing number 88, will get the start at the X receiver. And then Clem Walmack on the offensive line, the junior, wearing number 67. Hugh Botterford will get the start at left guard at junior, wearing number 54. At center, Jalen Foster, number 64, a senior. Case Whaley, a senior, wearing number 77 at right guard. We believe it'll be Case Whaley. Uh, last week, Aiden Platt came in in place of him as Kate Whaley down with a little bit of a sickness last week. We believe it'll be Case tonight at right guard. And then Trenton Pritchett or Aiden Platt over at right tackle. Of course, Towns Magoo will handle the kicking duties, and Tyler McKinnell will be your punter, both of those guys seniors. That's going to do it for the Auburn Bank starting lineups. Once again, tonight's starting lineups are presented by Auburn Bank. Their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you and proud sponsor of Auburn High Football. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kick off when we come back final thoughts and kickoff between auburn and central in this round two action stay tuned on the auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic we had some knowledge from the pros russell do it center and building supply russell building supply is your hometown home improvement store you'll find what you need when you need it and as a russell rewards member you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers russell building supply east university in auburn across from Cary creek Publix. experience and knowledge from the pros russell do it center and building supply Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Wings 94.3, WGZZ, and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. This is Coach Hugh Freeze, and your home for Auburn football and Auburn Opelika is also your home for classic hits. Wings 94.3. From Wings 94.3 Sports, Auburn High School Football is on the air presented by the orthopedic clinic russell building supply and southern union also brought to you by auburn bank franklin tire and auto university ace hardware troy bank and trust and by goosh performing arts center tigers and red devils about ready for action here in the second round of the 7a playoffs auburn will be kicking towards the baseball stadium in the all-white. Central will be receiving to start here with the black helmets, the red jerseys, and the red pants. Towns Magoo has been so good at kicking the ball out of the end zone and forcing opponent opponents to go 80 yards. We'll see if that's the case here on this one. It's a warm night, not a whole lot of breeze here in Phoenix City, Alabama. Towns will approach, and he'll get a good one, and it will be 
three yards out of the back of the end zone, and the Red Devils will start off at the 20. Here we go. Right off the bat, we'll see uh, we'll see what kind of adjustments for this Auburn defense. Yeah, need to get out to a really good start here. Central used to having success. They scored a ton of points this year. They want to try to put this game away early, see if, uh, if they can't get Auburn thinking and playing on their heels. This Auburn defense won the trenches last time they played, did a really good job stopping the run. They're going to have to continue to do that but be able to, uh, to eliminate the big threat, the big play threat down the field. Tigers will line up. And the, the plan was to double Coleman. That's what we saw. Cheetah Webb will move outside. Two tight ends set. Ashford will have it. Play action. Wants the bubble on the outside. Has his receiver. Upshaw has the catch, and he'll have good yardage. Gain of about seven. As that time, Auburn had three over two, but but Central took through the ball to the far side and actually give him eight on the play. No, still, still seven on that play. Second down and three coming on an RPO. And we are in... We are in playoff football. You want to know how I know? Everybody has to cover their knees. I have seen no shortage of 15 to 20 people in the first two plays have to cover their knees, and we just saw the first person get kicked out of the game until he can address that equipment issue. As there it is, as number 73, the big offensive tackle, Waldrop, moved as he was upset. Auburn shifted to their kind of five-man look, and it's going to be a five-yard penalty, bring up a second down and eight. Coleman solo over here, and I was told that Auburn's going to double him right now. Pete one-on-one to the near side. We saw that look a lot, and, and, and look, we're just going to tell you exactly what Auburn is doing. They're kind of a, a playing a safety further away than they normally would from the box. And one, the, once the out has Coleman, Coleman makes the catch at the line of scrimmage, makes one guy miss, and then Auburn will gain tackle. He's going to be – should be short of the line to gain. He gets a spot and a half, and he'll get a central spot. First down and ten. Well, communication is going to be a big deal. If, if Auburn's doing something out of character, which is taking the safety and doubling, they're going to have to be on the same page. And a play like that where Pete Davis knows that he's got help over the top, the quick out has to be something he's ready to jump. And you can't give up uh, eight yards on a, on a two-yard out route. So uh, just have to be aware and, and communicate knowing where your help is. First down and ten coming for the uh, Red Devils at the 30-yard line. As Central still trying to get lined up. Low snap, and it's going to be an inside give up the middle. Big yardage right up the gut is number six, Simmons. And that's something we did not see a lot of by the Red Devils. They're going to get across the 50 to the 45-yard line, gain of 25 on the play, which is pretty much what their largest gain was back in the first meeting. Yeah, the front seven for this game are going to have to play big. If Auburn's going to take a safety and dedicate them over the top in the passing game, then that's a defender that's not going to be in the box. Central knows that, and they exploited it here on the uh, second play. Alford in the gun. Claps the hands. Play action. Wants it over the, right over the middle, and Coleman makes the, makes the tackle. We did not see a whole lot of slant action in the first game. Gain of nine on that play. Second down to one coming. Auburn also a half step late. Get rotating over it off the, uh, off the dive action. Well, the other thing you see is Central respecting the Auburn rushing attack because they're getting rid of this ball quick. I mean, every pass that we've seen, it's been something very quick. And if you get Cam Coleman coming across the middle, you've got to put a hat yeah. on and make him pay for that. A lot of RPO in the early going here for the Red Devils. Alford in the gun. Tigers shift. Play action. Wants the seam route. Has his receiver. Wide open over the middle. Ball is out, though. Pete Davis jumps on it. Should be Auburn ball, and it is at the five-yard line. Had his tight end wide open over the middle. That was Jacob Teeny 
the senior caught it. Davis Smith got his hands in there, ripped it out. Pete Davis jumps on it. Tigers take over. Yeah, they try to slip the tight end right down the middle. He was wide open with Davis Smith trying to get over the top, but he gets back right at about the uh, the 10-yard line, meets the, uh, the, the ball carry and rips at that ball, and then Pete Davis able to land on it. Turnovers were huge in the first game against Auburn. First series, Auburn comes up with a big one inside the red zone. There's a stoppage. I'm not sure why. Looks like we're ready to go. Jackson Kilgore in at quarterback. Auburn wanted to run a variation of inside zone on their first play because of how the defensive line for the Red Devils react to an outside step. We'll see what Auburn wants to do out of it. Massive splits. Wider splits this time as well. Give right up the middle, and Auburn gets kind of bottled up in the backfield. Gain of one, maybe two on the play, second down and about eight. Auburn was going to go wider splits so that the linemen could see the movement of the defensive linemen into their zone steps. Well, that was obvious. I mean, that was very, very uncharacteristic from what we've seen Auburn all season long. Um, as they line back up here, it looks like they're back into their typical stance, typical width. Two-by-two two stance here. Flakes on the carry, picks up two yards. Kilgore in the gun. Midline wants a little quick throw, has Palmer. Palmer breaks the breaks first tackle across the 15. First down yardage to about the 11 there on that one. Second down and nine, give him give him 11 in the first. Yep, did a great job of uh, just taking what Central gave them. That was a good recognition there by quarterback and uh, finds Palmer. He makes a man miss. Um, There's safety number 17 who comes up to try to make a tackle, and uh, Auburn moves the sticks on the second down. Tigers stay with a two-by-two two set. Flakes is the court, is the running back. Here comes motion by McLean. And it looks like a little bit kind of a, a muddy mesh there. Auburn's going to pick up a couple to Flakes. Gain of about two, second down and eight. I don't know that Kilgore, I think he might have read that the guy was, was collapsing down and he wanted to pull it. Flakes wanted his yards, second down and eight coming. <laughs> yeah, Flakes did a good job of just uh, making a, something out of not a whole lot right there, but uh, pushes forward and uh, gets some positive yardage. Two receivers to the near side, one receiver to the far side. Palmer in motion. Kilgore has it, wants to slant and has his receiver open making the catch to his sophomore Josh Askew to the 19-yard line. And that's going to set up a third down and about four, gain of four on the play. Omar Mapson rotates in. Both offenses, uh, you know, nothing where they're sitting in the pocket trying to read. You know, everything's been quick. A lot of respect for uh, for the athleticism and the pass rushing um, attack for uh, both of these defenses. Also, this sets up manageable. Auburn on the year about 46% on third down. Twin receivers into the short side of the field. Kilgore has it. Auburn wants to trap up the middle. Not a whole lot of push there by the Auburn offensive line. And we'll be short on the line to, of the line to gain. There is Omar Mapson, and it is punting time for the Tigers. Well, you know, Central's got a, a middle linebacker, Trent Hood, that uh, stepped in the, in, into the hole right there and made that play. He, he's one of the best linebackers Auburn's played against all season. I recognized him the first matchup. He's about 225 pounds. Um, he looks every bit of it. And that time he, he meets and, and, and has the physical nature to stop Omar Mapson right there in the hole. McKinnell back deep to punt. He had a bad one in the first one that set up a field goal for the Red Devils. And a high snap and a good punt, but Auburn moved. 
Well, Central shifted along the uh, the defensive front right there, and you've got some guys that are on the line of scrimmage on the punt team that are defensive players aren't used to. Yeah, you they're know, used to shifting. Yeah, they're used to not having to contend with the movement in their face. And so uh, you had two linebackers on the right side of the line that, uh, that, that moved a little bit, came up out of their stance as Central shifted from left to right. Cameron is back deep for the Red Devils at his own 45-yard line. Once again, Central shifts on the defensive line. They come after. McKinnell gets away. A good punt. Cameron will let it bounce, and it'll roll. And it'll flip field position, and Auburn will be right there to touch it down at about the 23-yard line as that took off on Cameron right at the end. And he did the smart thing. He didn't Jackson Mills it against Opelika with the over-the-shoulder catch. Uh, he let it bounce. And, and I say that because that helped set up the game-winning drive. It was an amazing play. But it was a gutsy play. That time it gets over the central uh, returner's head, and Auburn flips the field. They get the turnover on the first drive, and now the central defense offense, who was driving, will take over once again. Well, a great punt by McKinnell. That may have been his best punt. He just uncorked there the entire season. He, he's not a, a big leg. He's a consistent leg, but uh, that was an outstanding job of flipping field position. Cameron in motion, and they'll throw it to him, trying to get inside. That's a good job. Mike Gunn beating the block, gain of about five on the play. And something that Pat Nix, look, he's got talent, he's got athletes, he's got all that. But he's also a very good offensive mind, and they do a lot of creative things. A little bit orbit motion there from Coleman. Haven't seen that a lot. And get just getting the ball in his hands, they're going to give him four on that play, and that's actually a rush because that throw went behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he actually lined up in the backfield on the play and, uh, you know, trying to trying to just confuse Auburn, who wants to put two guys on him. Two back, no, tight end look. And once the uh, hitch, that's a, that's a nice job there by Mike Gunn. Coming back to it is Upshaw. And he, sh no, look, if, if, he, if he says it's a first, he's short of the line to gain. But they give it to him. It was an outstanding catch. I mean, it was. He, he came back, and Upshaw, who was quiet in the first matchup with Auburn, um, makes a, a really, really acrobatic catch right there away from his body. Uh, Mike Gunn does a, a good job of being in his hip pocket and bringing him down, but uh, a yeah, favorable spot gets the, uh, the sticks moving. On second and six, Central picks up five and a half, and they get the first. First and ten now for the Red Devils. Tigers shift once again, and... And, right and the guard. Red Devils yep, move right once moved. again, so it'll be first down and 15. Now, was it Central last time where they had the guy get off the ball so quickly and was never called? I think it was that right guard. That time they yeah. catch him rocking in his stance right there, and uh, and they penalize him. First down and 15. Tigers, the thing that, that sticks out right now is Auburn has the numbers to say no on the RPO, and Central is throwing it anyways. Yeah, you're, you're right. You know, Central had one nice run in the uh, uh, in the opening drive, but Central, I mean, their identity is to throw the football. I mean, you look right here, first and 15, they're in an empty set. Empty set, Tigers showing blitz. Here comes motion and wanting the slant. Tipped, almost picked there. Jace Williams there gets the hand on it. They were looking for the slant to Cam Coleman. And Auburn reads it, smelled the rat. They went they went empty, had some orbit motion, trying to get all motion away from Coleman, go backside to it. Williams reads it, gets a hand on it, incomplete, second down and 15. Yeah, you described it perfect. They, they had quads over on one side and tried to go back to the uh, single man. And uh, for Williams, who had played a great game last week, got a hand on it, read that great. 
Two tight end set for the Red Devils. Alford will have it. Little counter give up the middle. Caleb Pitts there meets him as the hand, as the give goes to Tristan Williams, the running back. Gain of four on third down and fifteen. Here on second down and fifteen. Here you go. Third down and about uh, ten or eleven. Yeah, this is where we were absolutely stomped last time we played these guys. I mean, this is a this is a money down for a defense. You got to get off the field on third and ten. Auburn comes with some pass rushers here. They take some bulk out of the game. You know they're going to put it in the air. You know where they want to go. It. You got to. You got to get off the field here. Five minutes left to go in the first quarter. No score here between the Tigers and the Red Devils. Alford has it. Drops back. Wants his dig underneath, and he has Cam Coleman who makes the catch and a good job moving the tight end outside, which gave him the matchup and gave the the uh, the look that they wanted to the 15 gain of 12 or the, to the 45 gain of 12 there on third down and long. Nice scheme there by the Red Devils. Yeah, that's what we talked about uh, prior, you know, communication. That time just a simple motion puts uh, Cam Coleman as the number two slot receiver, and all of a sudden Auburn no longer has double team. Now he comes out hurt holding his uh, his right shoulder. We'll see if that lingers. Deuce White checks out of the game as well. Alford wants it right over the middle and finds his receiver. It's Upshaw to the 50. That's a heck of a catch. You can see why he picked up an SEC Alford. Uh, this week, gain of five on the play, second down and five coming. Alford has the utmost confidence, and I understand why, of watching these receivers, of, of giving them a, the chance in traffic. Yeah, lots of traffic right there and strong hands by uh, by, by the receiver, number five, Upshaw for, for Central. He took a, a hit by a couple of Auburn defenders right there, and they pick up five on first down, and, and Cam Coleman comes back in for Central. And Auburn shifts their defensive alignment. Four minutes left to go in the opening quarter. Two-by-two set here. Coleman now solo. Play action wants it underneath. Tigers not able to get and fill that alley. Cam Cameron Creighton was the DN. Didn't know what he was supposed to do there. First down across the 45 to the 37-yard line. Gain of 13. A yeah. lot, of, lot of nice wrinkles put in by Central right now. A lot of wrinkles. Auburn looks a little bit off balance. We, they don't seem as uh, attacking like we see. We're not seeing defenders running free. And we haven't seen the linebackers step up into the holes and, and bring a lot of pressure so far. Tigers trying to adjust, trying to get lined up where they need to be. It's an up-back look here for the Red Devils. And Williams trying to get outside, and he has the seam. And breaks one tackle, and Ty Hudson is able to run him out of bounds short of the 20-yard line to about the 23, gain of about 15, as that time Auburn just not able to get numbers to that outside zone. Yeah, no edge, no edge presence over here. That time defensive end gets swallowed up by the uh, the left tackle, and uh, you have one outside linebacker who was actually stacked over the top of the, the um, defensive tackle trying to, uh, to beat the, def- the, the running back out to the uh, corner and just not able to do it. Central goes two tight end look here with a solo receiver on each side. Upshaw has it, and he will give it on a little slow inside zone action. Tigers do it a good job of reacting to it. Gain of a couple, gain of two on that play. Third down and eight, Deuce White will check in. Yeah, that was great recognition that time. Jace uh, Williams seeing it from the, uh, from the outside backer slot. Um, the defensive line was able to, to keep the linebackers clean and to just make that a muddy picture for uh, for that central offense. Second down and about eight coming here from the 21-yard line going in. 2.53 left to go in the opening quarter. No score. Red Devils driving once again. Alford in the gun, claps the hands, play action. Wants a little twist right over the middle. Has Upshaw open. Breaks one tackle into the end zone. It's another great scheme there that you would think it's the out flat or the the out and go concept. It turns into a twist route over the middle of the field. 21 yards out, touchdown to Dylan Upshaw. 
Yeah, you know, it's uh, Auburn's going to have to do a, a better job of just creating some pressure and, and, and forcing the timing because, you know, just a lot of time right there for Upshaw to go out and pirouette, act like he's going to run an out route, spin around, get the inside leverage, um, able to beat Auburn across the middle, and uh, Central scores the first touchdown of the game. Yeah, we'll see what Auburn wants to do right now. It kind of looks like they're reading and reacting, yeah. and, and if you're reading against the Red Devils, it could be tough because they do such good stuff in their RPO game. Touchdown Central, they strike first, 7 nothing with 2.42 left to go in the opening quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Club. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. Scott Bagwell here, joined by Rob Pate. Uh, also up here, Jack Hutton, Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. 7-0, Central leads 2.42 left to go in the opening quarter. Central has had the ball twice. They've moved the ball twice. One of them ended in a... In a, in a fumble, the other one a touchdown. And, and right now, Auburn defensively looking like they're reading and reacting and not playing as fast as they want to. Omar Mapson will get it at the 10-yard line trying to go upfield, and he'll be dragged down as Auburn had to go across – or as Mapson had to go across the whole field to get where he wanted to. And Auburn's going to take over inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. Auburn calls a return to the sideline. Central kicks it all the way to their sideline. So Omar, um, the, the guys that are running down the central sideline are unblocked and just unable to run away from them. But this Auburn offense, you know, this is where you got to help your defense. Yep. They're over there trying – to figure things out, see what it is that they need to be doing to slow down this uh, this central attack. Auburn's got to stay on the field right here and may, not necessarily score points, but, uh, but but pick up some drives and maintain possession for a while. Kilgore in the gun. When the tight end set, here comes motion, and Auburn moves. That's not going to help you out. That's going to be a five-yard penalty, first down and 15. Yeah, strange. I mean, Auburn lines up and then uh, sends a guy in motion, and as the, the motion man's coming across, uh, the, the left tackle just gets out of his stance, just, um, you know, all by himself. That was a uh, just not a heads-up play there. It's not something that Clem does a whole lot. He's graded out as being one of the top, if not the top, offensive linemen of this group all year long. Mapson in the gun. Here comes motion. Looks like Auburn's going to stick with the play. And Auburn wants a quick throw. They have it to Nation. Nation makes the first guy miss. I think there might have been a face mask. It's going to be good gain on the play, gain of nine on first down and 15 to set up a second down and about six. Yeah, good throw, nice timing. Um, a lot of room out there for, for Nation. A lot of respect that they showed him right there. Um, and he makes a nice move, physical end of that run. Auburn goes two-by-two two set here, solo high safety. Kilgore has it, drops back, and finds his running back, Omar Mapson, for a gain of a couple as just trying to get a, a little bit of a spacing concept, trying to see who was open. And it's going to bring up a third down and about four. I'll tell you what, the spots here seem very Phoenix City-esque. Third down and four coming for the Tigers. Big third down here. Yes, yeah, huge play right here. Kilgore has it. Auburn goes no count just to see what the action is, and still 20 seconds left. Auburn has plenty of time to get set up in their new formation and play. 
Josh Askew getting the getting the route, and now he'll get into it. He wants his out route. He has the catch at about the 30-yard line, and he hangs on to it. And it's a little bit slow to get up, but he will. And that's a first down gain of five on third down and three. And that throw goes to the far side as, as Josh Ashko gets the start here tonight. Yeah, that's a great catch right there. Huge play. Last time on third and four, Auburn tried to run. If they got stoned, this time they go to Askew, who makes an outstanding leaping catch. Kilgore has it, drops back, steps up in the pocket, now gets his what he can out of it and runs into that middle linebacker. Hang on to the football, young man. And he doesn't. We'll see what they call. They haven't called anything. They didn't. The guy coming in says down. It had to be a gain of a couple. It'll be Auburn ball. Central fans, I don't want to hear you say anything about a fumble call in this stadium in this game ever again. That's all I want to say. I am, I, I'm not over what happened a couple of years ago. I'm not sure I ever will be. Two-by-two two set here for the Tigers, and, and that's what Central does. They're going to hold you up and they come in and try to rip the football out. Kilgore has it inside. Give no, a little RPO action, and he finds his open receiver. Griffin McLean gain of – Gain of six or seven after – actually, no, give him eight on that one in a first down. Well, that corner came off so hard right there on McLean, who took the, the seam route that if, if the coaches saw that up here, I mean, Ian Nation would have been gone yeah. on, a, on a pump and go down the Auburn sideline right there. The corner just totally sold out for the for the quick game right there. A lot of, lot of RPOs from both teams right now. One minute left to go here in the first quarter. Auburn goes hard count just to see how the, how Central is moving on the motions. 12 seconds left to go on the play clock here. 7-0, Red Devils lead. Inside give once again. Tigers trying to get something in the run game. Not there. No gain on that play. Second down and about nine coming up. Last time these two teams played, Auburn averaged – a little bit under five yards per carry, nothing so far. Yeah, I think Auburn's going to have to pass it and prove they can pass it in order to soften up what uh, what Central's doing. They're going to have to tire these guys out a little bit and stay on the football field. Gilgore in the gun, claps the hands, play action, pump, and there's your go. And the safety makes a heck of a play, trying to get Ian Nation, and then the safety over the top there was number 13, uh, Jarrett's Jackson, who stays there, and also this time the corner on the far side does a better job of staying in phase. And you would hope so. That's the Bama commit that was over there. Yeah, I don't think that time Auburn released uh, McLean like they did last time down the seam that uh, that drew the uh, the corner yeah. um, in and kind of sucked him into that play. This time uh, they do a good job of defending it. It sets Auburn up with a third and long. Third down and 10 coming for the Tigers, making about nine with 22 seconds left to go here in the opening quarter. Kilgore in the gun, has it, drops back. Wants the out route once again, sir. Yeah, that is. is that is assault. <laughs> Trying to go once again. It looks like Auburn found a matchup they like, and that's actually the sophomore Josh Askew going against Cameron West, Westbury, and that's going to be that's a pi uh, all day long. And Auburn will get the first down on that one. Well, it was again the, the deep out, and um, I, I couldn't tell you if he was going to break open because Westbury had him tackled. I mean, out of his break, um, Askew never able to, to get out of the break because because number twenty two for Central had him in his clutches, and uh, it was an easy call to make. The coaches beside us were up, and uh, you and I had called it before the flag came out of his pants. He was so bad that Pat Nix couldn't even complain about it. <laughs> 
Hey, this is a good drive by this Auburn yeah. offense. That's three, three or four first downs now that they've picked up. You know, that, that Auburn defense over there needs to figure things out, figure out a way to slow down Central um, and see if Auburn come away with points. Askew checks out of the game. Tigers go heavy and into the game now is, is Henry Allen. Inside give up the middle. Flakes with a good run there. As that's going to be across the 40 to the 39-yard line, gain of three. Felt like more there. And probably just because the push was better on that run than it had been on previous plays. With that said, we'll go to the second quarter. 7-0 Tigers trail, but they're driving across the center, across the 50-yard line into Red Devil territory. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. Allen stays in the game. Inside give. And that time it looked like there was a bit of a seam, but inside pressure there from number five, the middle linebacker Trent Hood blows it up and brings up a third down at about six now when Kilgore will check in. Well, Auburn goes to their multiple tight end set with um, – with uh, Henry Allen at quarterback, and I, and I get it. I mean, they're trying to get the third and manageable. I think that's a good uh, design. Central, though, just stacked the box, and it was so hard to, to move those big guys out of the way. Auburn with a third and long again. Trip receivers to the right, solo receiver to the left. That is Ian Nation going against the Bama uh, commit, who will now back off. Flakes goes into motion. Auburn wants a screen, and jumping all over it there is number one, Jaquan Sanks, who is a Cincinnati commit. Well, D1 players all over, and the other thing is is he was the only one that saw yeah, it. That, that was good recognition. I mean, that's that's good coaching, and, and that's those guys knowing uh, what to expect in that situation uh, because he beat the Auburn uh, screen man to the ball. Um, you know, you, you, you hope with those guys pulling out there that they recognize it and get a hat on him, but uh, he was just he was just quick to the ball. Fourth down and six, and it Towns on to attempt the field goal. The ball will be put down at the 46-yard line. This is a 56-yard field goal attempt coming for Towns Magoo. Kick is on his way. It is up, and it is wow. good. 56 yards with ease. With 11-10 left to go here in the second quarter, the Tigers answer. It is now 7-3 Central Leeds. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. I don't know if in college if you can – a field goal kicker goes out there and I say 58 yards with such confidence that it's going to go in. You know, there was no doubt about the distance. It's all just about is it is it in line. And, uh, man, that thing was right down the middle. He could have hit that. He could have broken the record on that kick right there. He'll send this one off, and that's a line drive kick. And uh, I think the returners were shocked that it wasn't straight, it wasn't over their heads because it split Coleman yeah. and the other deep return man, and it'll be another touchback. I think they probably say to themselves, we haven't practiced this all week because <laughs> they just assumed that he's going to kick yeah. it out of the end zone, so I don't think I'm going to take my chances. Here you go. Auburn, they, had, they got a good drive, went over three minutes, yeah. consumed Needed. the rest of the first quarter. Tigers get on the board at 7-3. Now can this defense? give a wrinkle to this pass game right now. Yeah, got to bring some pressure. Auburn linebackers haven't haven't come yet. We'll see if they come some this time. Alford in the gun and once again wants the bubble and getting to the corner there and a nice block there by Coleman as that was I believe that was Upshaw and yep. that, that's the issue when, when they go two tight ends you got two SEC receivers on the far side, gain of about nine. Yeah, but again, you know, corner, we took a bad angle out there, we come in on a, on a route that's a bubble route and allow him to get the edge, just to have to know where your help is. Yeah, the question there is is can the outside guy fly up and maybe, Auburn needs to find a way to make those RPOs a big negative play. Two receivers, again, the two SEC receivers to the near side. I don't know that you're going to see a better tandem all year long than what the Red Devils have right here. Alford in the gun. Oh, Tigers shift. And Central realized they moved before the officials realized they moved. Second down and about five and a half coming. Yeah, it was kind of a slow flag again. Central gave up on it. They, they stood up knowing that, uh, yeah, I screwed up. I still see some confusion in the Auburn secondary. I see guys lining up and, and looking behind them, kind of put their, their hands out as to, am I in the right spot? Are we doing this thing? Are we not doing this thing? So I, I, I'm not sure that they're 100% committed to what it is they're trying to do right now. Second down and about six. Alford in the gun. And now they want the go ball. Mike Gunn, physical with Cam Coleman. There's a flag on the play. That's about as soft as you're going to see all game long as, as, as that's going to be called a P.I. I believe it's just because at the last second, Mike Gunn kind of got a little bit more handsy, but he was right there with Cam Coleman stride for stride. Well, both of them are handsy. What, what Coleman was doing was trying to slow play that to get Mike to quit on the play, and uh, then he uses his big physical body to push off at the last second to create separation. But, uh, you know, in, in, in this game, anything where there's physical contact down the field in the passing game, 99.9% of the time, defense is going to be called and offense gets away with murder back there. But I'm a former defensive yeah, back, too. Well, so. I'm, my thing is, is if offensive guy is going to start hand fighting, the defensive guy should be able to do as much as the offensive guy is. Well, he, he had to hand fight in order to get separation right there. Otherwise, my gun was in his hip pocket. 
Twin receivers once again to the central sideline. Alford has it. Give up the middle. Tigers do a good job of swallowing up. The running back there going to be a gain of one or two on the play. And that is something that I want to notice, uh, that I'm thinking about back to the Auburn game. They had a couple of formation stuff to the Auburn sideline, but the go balls were on their sideline. The go ball here is on their sideline. They're throwing it to their sideline so they can get in that official's yeah. ear and try to get the try to get it as clean as they can as far as uh, hand fighting or, or any type of PIs. Oh, I agree. But, but Auburn defensively has to recognize that. You also have to recognize they lose their patience and want to take shots downfield. Just just keep things in front of you. Live to see the next play. Give up the middle. Simmons breaks one tackle and then carries another defender all the way into Auburn territory to about the 37-yard line and a 36-yard line and a first down on the play. Gain of 23 as Cheetah Webb loses his helmet, so he'll have to check out. And there is also another player down for Auburn. That is Ashton White, the defensive end. As that time again, for the for the second time here tonight, it was a, a nice seam route over the middle of the of right over the center, where center where uh, Central kind of slow played it and able to get get a big time gain there. Yeah, that time Auburn brought linebackers and they ran right past the ball carrier. I mean, unblocked. And uh, just hit just outside of, uh, of where the linebackers hit. And um, they, they are able to bring it out the back end right there for a big gain up the middle. Much, much more success for Central running the ball yep. this time around. But, but part of that is because of the attention Auburn's having to pay to, uh, to the receivers that Central has split out wide. I think the big thing here for Auburn is make sure you are within about 10 going into halftime so you can adjust and you get the ball to start the second half. And, and I still don't think, even with Central having the success, they don't want to move the ball. No, they way. don't. Alford in the gun, outside zone to Sims. No, play action, and now trying to, to break contain, and he will. He's got better legs than you would think. Gets pushed out of bounds by Andrew Hahn. He didn't want to run it, but he finally did because Auburn had nobody there to contain. Across the 30 to about the 32 on the play or sorry, to the 28 on the play, gain of about six. Yeah, Han just a little slow to uh, to, to commit to coming up and, and maintaining that outside leverage, and uh, uh, the quarterback recognizes that, sprints for the central sideline, and uh, gets out of bounds without taking the hit. Gain of eight on the play. Third down and two, or sorry, second down and two, coming for the Red Devils. Alford in the gun, inside zone split, look up the middle, and patience and a nice block. First down yardage across the 35 to the 34-33 yard line. Actually, no, once again, I'm, I'm, I have my numbers confused. It's across the 25 to about the 23. Gain of five on the play. When I play, play say split zone, it's just zone up front, and the tight end goes across the formation to kick out the defensive end. Well, I like what Auburn did with their corners last play. Even though it's a run play, they showed press man. They have a condensed field. You still have a safety over the top. Disrupt timing and, uh, you know, see if you can't throw that off balance. This is where you need to hold the field goal opportunities here. Play action and Coleman with a great route. The problem there is Auburn then makes the first guy miss into the eight-yard line, gain of 15. Auburn smelled go ball, 
and I honestly think that's an option route. Yeah. That that Coleman felt Pete Davis in the bell. He puts on the brakes, makes the catch. First down and goal at the eight-yard line as Auburn High School needs to bow their neck here. Central moves into the Byron Smokehouse Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Well, you know, Auburn corners are so used to having to stay on top of defenders, and in this situation, you've got a guy over the top already. They almost need to be yeah. in a press and trail position to avoid all this underneath stuff. Two-by-two two set here as both tight ends are in wing-back set for Alford in the gun. Simmons is the ball carrier, and he's going to bounce it outside. Auburn had a free runner, and he went straight past the ball carrier for the touchdown for eight yards out from Simmons, and it's 13-3. Yeah, Central does a good job of getting that ball back deep to their tailback, and then he just kind of reads where, where the openings are, and that time Auburn just has no edge presence around the left tackle, and uh, he's able to skirt just around the uh, the left end for uh, for for an untouched touchdown well, for Central. The edge presence went at the quarterback because yeah. he pressed the quarterback. The tight end had nobody to block, and Auburn has a guy that that probably is the guy to force the issue, not there to force the issue, and it results in an eight-yard touchdown run. 14-3 Central scores, and with 7:46 left to go here, Central now has an 11-point lead. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Your hometown station for Auburn sports. Wings 94-3. Tigers down 14-3, and it hasn't been big, big plays. It's been methodical drives with a couple of chunk plays for the Red Devils this time as opposed to as opposed to those big plays. Auburn will have a return at the 10-yard line. Going up the middle is Mapson. Breaks a couple. Actually, that's Cheetah Webb who's going to get across the 20 before the whistle will blow, and Auburn will have it about the 23-yard line. You know, but if I'm, if I'm Coach Goolsby, I can live with central executing down the field. Yes. I can't live with, you know, the big plays, and I think there's some things that they can clean up. With the, uh, with the defensive backs trying to double. I mean, they're trying to double, but they're not using each other to, to help one another. And uh, that can be cleaned up uh, just, you know, having to watch that on film and, and go over that at the half. But, uh, you know, it's it's going to be real and important again for this offense to answer. Seven and a half left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers need about a seven and a half minute drive here. Tigers in motion. McLean now in an up back spot will come across the formation. Mapson trying to get outside. Gets a couple of good blocks on the edge to allow him to get what he can, but inside pursuit allow, keeps him from being able to cut it up. Gain of a couple on the play, second down and eight. Yeah, really want to try to establish, uh, you know, some success on the ground. Auburn's quick game has, has been really, really good. Um, Kilgore has been sharp through the air, uh, but uh, they know that if they're going to win this football game, they've got to be able to run it some. Kilgore goes no play, now looks over to the sideline with 
19 left to go on the play clock, try to figure out what exactly they want. Auburn will switch up their receivers, put Ian Nation in the slot. Cody Palmer and Griffin McLean going over what exactly they need to do. Play clock goes down to five. Kilgore has it inside zone as Omar Mapson is very, very patient as he will get across the 25-yard line, get the most he can out of gain of a couple, third down and about six coming. Yeah, just, uh, you know, not – not a lot of big area to, 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 to utilize his uh, his speed and uh, to, to, to break anything out in the open. These guys are, are tackling well in space, and uh, it's getting Auburn behind, uh, you know, third and third and long opportunities here. Third down and six. It's a generous, or it's, it's a full six, maybe seven. Pitch to the outside corner, trying to get maps in there. Auburn doesn't get the, the alley runner, which is the safety, as um, – as Auburn thought that they liked the uh, matchup, and maybe you can get Omar one-on-one with the safety. The problem is the safety was at the line of scrimmage when he got the ball. No gain on the play, maybe a loss of one, and Auburn's going to have to punt. And now it's blood in the water time for this Red Devil offense. Yeah, defense has to show up. You need a good punt right here from McKinnell. He did a great job last time. Um, offensively, third and, and four to six, uh, when we've tried to run it, we've, we haven't been successful through the air has where we've has been bread and butter for us. High snap there, and McKinnell does a good job to get it away. And nice catch there made by Briggs, the DB. Or Cam Briggs Cameron, rather, the DB. And that's where Auburn will have to go on and go answer the bell at the 34-yard lines where Central will take over. Three and out, first three and out of the game. Yeah, Central defensively does a good job. Just, you know, Auburn trying to break tendency, try to run the ball on a third and six, see if they can catch them off guard. And uh, they, they were prepared for it. Uh, two guys, one running the alley, one outside that comes up and, uh, and takes down Omar. Yeah, Omar hasn't been able to get past the line of scrimmage without contact on the night. 6.08 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers down by 11. Alford in the gun, claps the hands, play action, wants the go ball. Mike Gunn being very handsy, finds the ball, doesn't matter. Upshaw makes a heck of a catch, breaks the tackle, it's a touchdown. Auburn right there once again, not able to make the play a 66-yard touchdown run or touchdown pass right down the sideline, and in a blink of an eye, it's 20-3. to yeah, Mike had, had great coverage. I mean, he's stride for stride with uh, with the the wide receiver, and uh, it's just really about ball skills at that point. Uh, wide receiver Upshaw is able to get his head around. Mike's never able to locate the ball as he tries to uh, to get his head around and, and, and get in position to uh, uh, to squeeze the defender and, and find it. The ball lands right in the defender's uh, hand, and, and, and Mike can't get him to the ground. PAT is up, and PAT is good. 5.56 left to go here. Tigers down 21-3. to It's a must-score situation here for the, for the Tigers here in Central. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the Orthopedic Clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 21-3. 
Tigers trail. They've kept Coleman kind of sort of in check. But unfortunately, you see the depth of the central offense with Upshaw and also with uh, with Simmons. And, 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 and the other thing is Alford, uh, again, last time Auburn was close to, to pressures and stops and all that, the offensive line for Central took that to heart that they did not play their best game, and they have played fantastic here tonight. Mapson at the four, trying to go up the middle, has a seam, and he slips. Mm. As before this, before we uh, before we start this drive, let's send it to Jack. Jack Hudden, what scores you got? I just wanted to look around the region very quickly. Up in Birmingham, Alabaster area, Vestavia Hills and Thompson nodded at seven. That one just ended the first quarter up there. Mary Montgomery trailing Enterprise 3-0 in the second quarter. That one a defensive slugfest. Hewitt Trustful over Hoover 12-0 in the second quarter, Scott. Thanks, Jack. Kilgore in the gun. Here comes motion. Cody Palmer. Kilgore have it. Drops back. Nice pocket. And now it, it, it collapses, and Kilgore... Had some guy going to the backside, ends up being sacked for about a yard loss. Yeah, he had plenty of time. There was a nice pocket right there. I, I, I wasn't watching downfield to see if Central just had great coverage, but uh, he just didn't see anything that he liked. He tries to break free. Doesn't take a big loss. He only loses one on the play. Drags a defender forward. But, uh, you know, with that much time, those guys running, hopefully somebody can break open and, and, and give him a target to throw to the issue is it was the drag going across but Kilgore moved over to his left and did not see him and he, and he couldn't see him motion to the outside Tigers throw it to flakes flakes makes one guy miss and then gets good yardage runs hard across the 30 sets up a third down and short Gain of about 10 on second down and 11 sets up a third down and one, maybe two. Yeah, haven't had many of these opportunities. Most of them have been four more yards, and uh, that was some good blocking out on the perimeter by the Auburn wide receivers, three of them over there paving the way for a Flakes who ran hard, gets them in position to keep this drive going. This might be four-down territory here. Could 4.40 be. left to go. Pitch, no. Kilgore runs hard, spins around, gets first down yardage to the 40-yard line as he picks up about seven on third down and one. That was a good good run, good play design. Auburn fakes the uh, the, the toss into the uh, boundary and uh, almost a quarterback counter back across against the grain. And uh, Kilcore expected to take a big hit. Kind of fell down on his own, uh, just pushing forward with his momentum. Kilgore in the gun, three receivers to the near side. Kilgore has it, the lefty drops back, gets pressure, finds in our Ian Nation, but because of the pressure, had to let it go a little bit too, a little bit quicker than he wanted to, and also throws it behind him. The senior not able to bring it down. It's going to be incomplete, second down and 10. Well, that's the difference between what Central's doing defensively and what Auburn's doing defensively is just getting enough pressure to, yeah. dis to disrupt timing. That time we had Ian Nation, our playmaker, in open space. Should have caught the ball, but uh, still, he just wasn't expecting it that quickly. Central, though, having the time to be able to read and, and go exactly where they want to go. Too high look here. Here comes Cody Palmer. Auburn wants the hitch. Ian Nation has it. Now tries to spin out. Now tries to just get what he can, and he will get a couple, gain of about three on the play. That should be a flag. Yeah. It If you – are going to let defensive players step over offensive players as they try to get up. It's going to lead to fights. Throw your flag. It's taunting. There's an unsaid message of what that means. You got to stop it. Third down and seven coming. And this is a big one. Auburn able to get a big yards on, on second down and 11. 
last on the previous set of, of downs, but now you face a third down and seven. They've picked up a couple of them going to Josh Askew, who's on the far side, and that's the matchup they have liked so far. We'll see what Auburn wants to have right here. Play action. Kilgore has it. Steps up in the pocket. Wants the post. Looking for Askew, and it's going to be picked. Unfortunately, the tackle's not happened, or else that would have just been a punt. Now coming back the other way, another missed tackle. Coming to the near side, and Auburn will finally, Josh Askew makes the tackle. As Auburn looked for the post into single C, into uh, single high coverage, who never ever uh, got there, or who never ever bit inside, as coming to the near side or come sprinting over is uh, Davis Smith and Caleb Pitts, who are trying to get Jackson Kilgore, who was not allowed to stand up as he was right on the central sideline as they started huddling around him. Auburn finally is able to get him off the field there is a flag back at the 50 yard line which screams to me a block in the back on the return yeah Kilgore just trying to make a play down the field and uh, throws it into double coverage it was a nice return you would have hoped that the receiver could have gotten the ball I and mean, it would have been like you said a long punt down inside the 20 yard line but uh, they do a really good job of getting that ball back into uh, into Auburn territory but it looks like there's a penalty they're going to be penalized you know what's amazing the receiver who almost made the tackle mm. made the tackle here. <laughs> no, and Jackson Kilgore was in on that tackle too. He uh, he took out a little frustration over here on the sideline uh, and, and made a big big lick. But uh, like you said, uh, they also recognized the quarterback on the sideline and uh, and and circled around him, taunted him, and uh, made it made it a little difficult for him to get out of there. And there's a, the the flag is an unsportsmanlike penal, conduct penalty after the turnover against Central, and it was right where Jackson went down. So the flag came from behind the play, which is why it's at the 50 yard line. Central will take over in Auburn territory at the 49 yard well, line. What I don't understand about that is that how does a how does a referee at midfield throw that flag when there's about three of them standing right there on the sidelines that see it happening? I mean that's because he was the one away from the central sideline. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's what the call was over here, that, that's just that's just asinine. In about three years over here, I think I've seen sideline officials make one call against Central, and it happened earlier today when there was a, a, a the hold on the out route. Um, there's a lot of conversation going on right now, and if you're if you're Auburn, the biggest issue is you came into today's game. All right, saying okay, we had success up front, so if we can do that, we'll do some different things and. Cr- now Auburn's not winning the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And and Central is. Their offensive line, defensive line have dictated the game. And uh, because of that, their skill guys have taken over the game. you got to stop something. You know, I mean, if, if, if you're going to, uh, uh, to to give up big plays through the air, then at least make it so that uh, they have nothing on the ground. But right now, everything Central's calling and dialing up, they're able to, uh, to get it done. You know, I, I don't know if Auburn is playing with a new scheme, and so they're a little hesitant, and, and they're just not – able to react like they typically would but uh, I know the communication in the back end has, has seemed a little spotty at times as somebody is upset about something and the somebody is head coach Keith Etheridge I think what he wants an answer of is the flag was thrown at the 50 yard line why was why did it go off but i don't know auburn calls a timeout they're gonna we're gonna take it with them we haven't had an opportunity to get a lot of breaks in we'll take this we'll be back in 30 seconds you're listening to the auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic 
Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautowink.com. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Well, whatever the discussion was, it's over. Cam Coleman lines up to the near side. Upshaw lines up to the other side. Tigers show blitz, and Auburn and going for it is Gentry. Auburn brought pressure. The safety flies over the top, and that's Cheetah. And that was just a little fade hit, fade or hitch fade action. And it's going to be a big gain on the play across the 35-yard line to the 34 gain of 15. Yeah, I see the uh, the defensive backs coach over on the Auburn sideline, try, you know, explaining to Cheetah, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, what his responsibility was on that play. He, he's a guy playing in the back end out of necessity, out of trying to match athleticism. Uh, but, you know, I just – it's it's like the secondary just doesn't know where their help is. Same side counter, which was a play that that gave Auburn all kind of issues a couple of years ago. Now what you're starting to see is Auburn struggle to tackle in space, and even that time it wasn't in space. Auburn had people at the point of a, uh, of contact and right at the line of scrimmage, and two missed tackles leads to what should have been a gain of one or two to a gain of about six. Yeah, definitely a difference in the, the physicality and the uh, the finishing the play between the two defenses right now. This uh, this central team um, has come with a, a level of, of effort and physicality that Auburn's just not matching currently. Upshaw in the gun, claps the hands. Just a slow just a slow zone. It's going to end up being a touchdown. I, I, I don't even know how to describe that one. As the offensive line, it, it's all it looks like is they're trying to get a hat on a hat and just keep them there. They get a little bit of, of a flow from the tight end who kicks out the defensive end. There's one guy there that can make the play, and he doesn't. And that's a, a run play that Wake Forest has kind of made popular in college football. But right now, Auburn can't get a push, and, and the, the central skill guys have taken over this game. Yeah, and, and they're running it towards the direction of Coleman, who that time runs a, uh, a post. He takes two defenders with him, and so there's there's nobody on the back end when they break that uh, that ball three past the first wave. Um, there's no, no safety support, no corner support. They're all trying to chase number eight. And now uh, I think what you mentioned – um, I think what you mentioned about just kind of the effort and the attitude, if you are around Coach Etheridge for more than two minutes, you will hear him mention effort and attitude because his mentality is that's what you can control. Yeah. You can't necessarily control your, your, you know, your height, weight, speed, all that. You can control how hard you play and the type of effort you play. And I, I guarantee you the last couple of uh, drives, he's not happy with what he sees as far as just getting after it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you could see it on the first run of that drive where um, we had a guy at, right at about the two-yard gain that, that had a, the ability to come in and take a shot. And he kind of caught him, and then and then the running back was able to break free, and then uh, it took probably three or four more Auburn defenders to get him on the ground. That's just not typical Auburn high school defense. And um, if Auburn wants to stay in this game at all, 
they need to take this two minute and 18 seconds and, and they need to come away with some points right here. Yeah, you have you, to be able to go into the locker room with something positive. If you go, if you make it 28-10, you get the ball, or even 28-6, you get the ball at the start of the second half, and then you can win, you maybe score again. You got to find a way to put the pressure back on Central because yeah. right now it is, there is no pressure on this team in red. And they're also pretty darn good. Yeah, they're very good. High kick will be taken at about the one-yard line by Obar Maps and trying to get a block, and he does. And he'll he'll break a couple tackles as Omar Maps and as Auburn get him, let him get some head of steam, and he and even Central is going to struggle to tackle him out to the 30-yard line, and Auburn will take over with their best field position of the night. Well, he was the guy last week, and, and really towards the last half of the season that uh, has just been the engine for this offense, and just you know it's been such tough sledding uh, anywhere trying to rush the football tonight and that's really hampered this Auburn offense it's taken Henry Allen out of the game um, again we'll, we'll see um, Jackson Kilgore come back in to start this drive which in a two minute setting that's what you need to do but uh, Auburn's got to figure out a way to be able to run the football twin receivers to the near side solo receiver to the to the top of the formation Once the out route has Ian, Ian gets good yardage out across the – goodness gracious. We're going to send this to a legal before I question another official's spot here on this one. We'll be back in 10 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Jackson Kilgore keeps it on a little jet action. trying to Basically, it's a power read that Cam Newton made so popular. On second down and two, Auburn picks up a couple. First down, the clock not stopping for some reason. Um, the clock ran about four seconds here. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate as, as well as Jack Hudson. Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. Central up 28-3, to and it's been all Red Devils all the time here. Jackson did a good job on that last uh, carry, just uh, pushing that pile forward. He got stopped before the first down marker, but was able to drive forward and get the get the first. Kilgore has it, drops back. Good, nice job up front. Omar Mapson has it, and he'll step out of bounds. I'm not even going to assume what the yard line he gets is. They get him to the 45, gain of about four on the play, second down and six. Yeah, good job of just taking what's available right there. That was a, a pretty quick pass rush that uh, Central was able to get with four defenders coming. Um, they drop back into his own, and uh, he's able to find maps and out into the, the flat for four or five yards there. Kilgore in the gun. Bunch set to the short side of the field. Pitch to maps and Mapson looking for the seam and has it. Bounces outside across the 50, close to the first down. No, not across the 50, at the 50, third down and one coming. Well, that's a play that against every other team, that's a first yeah. down, and uh, that's a play where Omar may, may still be running, but uh, they are able to take a safety and run the alley and push him out before the uh, the first down marker, and that just doesn't happen often. We mentioned the offensive line for Central. They've won tonight, but also their defense looks – they're playing a couple of steps faster than they did the first time we played them. Yeah, no doubt. Kilgore has it, drops, wants his receiver, and that's Josh Askew. First down and then some runs out of bounds. We'll see what this one is. They'll give him all of the 38 there, gain of 11 on the play. Josh Askew, the sophomore, the future for this receiving core, has had a heck of a game. And that's where they have to attack. I mean, Central is uh, is playing 
um, off on their corners uh, by a pretty pretty good bit. And uh, even though 22 was the, the kid that had the interception, he, he's the most susceptible to a big play. Kilgore has it looking underneath and as another mesh concept or drag concept. I think it was kind of a high-low trying to get Nation. He's been open on the backside of that when Auburn hits it right over the middle. Unfortunately for Ian, right on the catch, he gets swallowed up. No gain on the play, 55 seconds left and counting here in the first half. Yeah, good recognition again by the middle linebacker for Central to see a nation coming across uh, that formation. Kilgore has it, drops back, and Auburn gives up immediate pressure off the left side. And the first time that we'll say his name here tonight as that was number 44, Tristan Lyles, the sophomore. One on the left side, got the sack. So second down and ten. The sack back is going to be a loss of six, maybe more. And then there's a flag also thrown where there were two players uh, going back at it, and Central indicates that it is on Auburn. It is a dead ball personal foul on Auburn. It's going to be a loss of about 20-some-odd yards. Wow. I mean, Auburn was uh, in field goal range and uh, and driving do, doing a, a nice job and, and that time uh, just the, the guy that you mentioned to me before the game that was uh, a, a young sophomore that's made a lot of plays for the central team tristan lyle is able to break through have a a big uh, big hit on the quarterback and uh, just uh, is unable to get rid of that ball before um you know to save save some field position i have no idea what the uh, what the penalty was something went on with the offensive lineman around the line of scrimmage but um auburn needs to make sure they know what down it is and also i if i'm auburn i let this clock run and run and run who called a timeout it, it, it better have been central if i'm auburn i let that one run all the way down why do we have a stoppage our touchdown sponsors are Piggly Wiggly, Gordy Icare, Phoenix Paving, Russell County Sheriff's Department. Was there a stop? Was there? We'll take this with him. There was a timeout, I'm guess, called by somebody. There's a lot of frustration over there on the Auburn sideline. Sponsors are Vectorfly, Carol Purdue State Farm, Taylor Fuel Home, Headquarter Nissan. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. This third down and 34, or it's, it's it's not second, it's third down and 34. I think that is a country mile in the dictionary. <laughs> Auburn, if you can, uh, Towns has a big leg. I'm not sure how many yards you need to get here. Probably around 20 to give yourself an opportunity. Gilgore has it and now doesn't really like what he sees. Ends up throwing it at the feet of Mapson, incomplete with 28.1 left to go. Yeah, Auburn's going to have to punt the ball away, and uh, we'll see what Central does. If they want to take a shot or if they just are content with uh, going into the locker room with a 25-point lead. 
but uh, just not a lot of, of positives to walk into that locker room with if you're Auburn. I mean, mm-hmm. offensively, just been stymied. Um, defensively, we haven't stopped them at all other than the first drive where they fumbled. Uh, just haven't had an answer for anything they're doing. McKenna will get it, and he'll punt it away. And Briggs Cameron will make the ta- or make the catch at the 29-30 yard line. As Central will take over there with 21.8 left to go. Punt, field goal, punt, pick, punt hmm. for Auburn. Well, that drive right there had promise, and uh, they needed that one to, to, to go into the locker room. But uh, that sack was just brutal. 21.8 seconds left to go here for Central, and they do have three timeouts. Tigers in a two-high look. And just an outside zone to Sims. There's a hold. And so Auburn will probably take the penalty, push him back, set up a, a fir- or first down and, and 20 with 14.9 left to go. Here. Yeah, and Central Central will likely just uh, try to run the clock out with their backs up against their own goal line. Well, but the thing with that is, is the way that they've run it at times with some of their schemes, that might hit. Yeah, it could. You're right. Uh, but – you know the the front seven for for this Auburn defense. It's it's just been it's been tough. I mean it's we haven't called the names of, of many of those guys all night. I mean the the secondary has has been tested and uh, has been trying to want, run with these receivers, and that the, the central has been able to break so many things into the second level that uh, it's these Auburn defensive backs having to make the tackles back there. Play action for Alford, and he just is going to chunk it deep. Tigers have two guys there. Cam Coleman catches it, though. Now that'll do it. It's it's a, it's a stat patter only, but kind of shows you what has happened here tonight as that was second and 20 from their own 18. They mark it, we'll call it the 35-yard line, so Jack can have his stats, but Auburn – Almost hits the quarterback. They end up the almost sacks the quarterback. They end up hitting him in the mouth. Auburn has two guys there. Cam yep. Coleman makes the play. I, there's nothing. There is no solution no, for that. No, he, he does a really good job. He, he's able to take his eyes off the ball and pick up steam and run like he's on a on a track, and then just locate yeah. it and, and go get it. His ball skills are incredible. If I was well, if he decides to play, um, if he's if he's in school, and I don't know if he's an early enrollee or not. But that team that's over there plays baseball, I might put him in center and DH for him. Because <laughs> if anybody hits the ball in the air, the way he tracks a football, I think he could track a baseball pretty darn well. I wish I could sugarcoat this, but it's been all yeah, center all the time. Yeah, and and, and I, I convinced myself, well, I knew what Auburn was going to have to do to win this game. The fear was that what Auburn did well in the first game it wouldn't happen this game. Auburn won the line of scrimmage the first time these two teams played. Yeah. Not happening here. And I think the biggest line, the biggest message to the team in white that's going into the locker room from Coach Etheridge is going to be, guys, I do not care what that scoreboard says. You're going to go out there and you're going to play hard. And if you're not going to play hard, you're not going to play. Yeah, I agree. I mean, coming out in the second half, it's going to be about heart and effort. And I honestly think that they'll go back to – the things that they've done all season. I think that defensively we tried to change some things to give ourselves a chance, and it's hurt us in the run game so much that I think they're just going to have to go back and say, hey, we're going to play our our style of defense with our personnel that we're accustomed to, and if they hit us with a big play, they just hit us with the big play, guys. We're going to stop the run. 
Second quarter action was all central all the time. They outscored the Tigers 21 to nothing in that one to take a 7 to 3 game and make it actually it was 7 to nothing at that point in time. 7 to 3 is the is the second quarter score and that second quarter action brought to you by Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. On the other side of this break, we'll have the halftime show as the Tigers down 21 to 3. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Welcome in to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you or on the web at clinic.com tough 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 first half for the Auburn High School Tigers they come into the number one team in the state the Central Red Devils the Red Devils show why they are in that top spot 28 to 3 we sit at halftime journey of a thousand steps got to start with one though Auburn's got to come out at least get a score on the board and make this a little interesting down the stretch speaking of interesting let's look over a couple other scores in Alabama class 7a high school football not a whole lot going on in 7a tonight we can run through a couple uh, classifications for you but wanted to hit the big ones here vestavia hills and thompson at play up in alabaster that one a tie ball game at the half 14 all defending state champion thompson getting all they want from the rebels of vestavia hills at halftime this is an interesting score enterprise and mary montgomery three to nothing the wildcats 
beating Mary Montgomery up there, uh, down there, that is, in Sims, Alabama. Enterprise in that defense with all that Division I talent really flying around. They did that against Auburn, and that is a defensive slugfest happening there. The winner of that game going to get the winner of our game here tonight. In the event of a, a miraculous Auburn comeback here, you would get Auburn, and if Mary Montgomery were to pull that out, that would be a home game for the Auburn High Tigers. Going to have to have a lot go right here in the second half for that to happen. Hewitt Trustful over Hoover at the half, 19-7. And, of course, Central on top of Auburn, 28-3. As the bracket steps up, you would also have Vestavia Hills and Thompson. The winner of that one would take on the winner of Hewitt Trustful and Hoover. So if your scores hold right now, it is a tie game there in Thompson. Let's say that Thompson uh, comes out a winner in that one as they are the home team. Hewitt, Trustful, and Hoover, so it would be Hewitt and Thompson in that semifinal round, and then you'd have Enterprise and Central. That would be going on right here at Garrett Harrison Stadium. Again, should all those scores hold. Let's take a quick look around college football. College football happening tonight and also tomorrow. Hey, stay with us tomorrow on Wings 94.3 as myself and Everybody's favorite Uncle T-Bone, Wade Bennett and I, will have uh, game day on Wings, Wings 94-3. That'll start at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, wake up hey with Jack, us. Hey, Jack, I'm going to need you to ask Uncle T-Bone, see if he's related to Uncle T in Michigan that just got in trouble for the sign stealing stuff. Yeah, I think that's his cousin. <laughs> I think that's T-Bone's cousin up there. Uh, no, but uh, anyways, we'll have that at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, we'll get you ready for the Auburn-New Mexico State game. New Mexico State coming in with seven wins on the season. It's a good team that trots into Jordan-Hare Stadium. Auburn can't just throw the jersey out there tomorrow and expect to win. They're going to have to get some production uh, up and down a lineup. You're hoping that Peyton Thorne and that offense can continue to have a good game. Big day for recruiting. There's a couple of storylines going on there. Not going to get too much into them on this broadcast, but uh, hint, hint, a couple of guys playing in this game that you could see there tomorrow uh, at Jordan-Hare Stadium against New Mexico State. Elsewhere, Auburn basketball looks to be wrapping things up against St. Bonaventure up in Brooklyn, New York. 71-56 Auburn over the Bonnies. With about two and a half minutes left to go, Auburn had a 20-point lead at halftime, 48-28. to Shot the lights out. Janai Broom with 18 points and five rebounds on the evening. Jalen Williams having a couple good games in a row up in Brooklyn, 11 points, nine rebounds, and an assist for the fifth-year senior. Aiden Holloway a little quiet tonight. Eight points only, does have three assists on the evening. Auburn basketball trying to pick back up after that loss to Baylor to start out the year. Hadn't really been much that Auburn can do. Uh, uh, to, to really move on from that other than to just play your way into some of these some of these games that you got going up. Uh, let's see, looking elsewhere in Alabama high school football, uh, you got a couple of 6A games that are happening. Tell you what, we're actually just going to, uh, to pause on that and let you know. Stay tuned as we get into tomorrow. Of course, Auburn and New Mexico State on Wings 94.3 and the Wings FM app. Uh, you can hear Andy Bertram. You can hear Jason Campbell. And also, remember to stay tuned in after that game day on Wing Show at 11 a.m. Starting at noon, you'll have the Tiger Tailgate Show. Again, Andy Bertram, Jason Campbell, Paul Ellen, you'll have all the guys there. Uh, maybe they'll get Rod Paid in on the broadcast if he wants to go up there and join us. He shakes his head. <laughs> but uh, we are here in Garrett Harrison Stadium, Central and Auburn once again. 28-3 Red Devils jumped on the Auburn Tigers early. A quick look at your halftime statistics as well. Central, 383 yards of offense in the first half. 
little bit of a stat pad there at the end, a 53-yard catch by five-star wideout Cam Coleman hauls it in, still 383 yards in one half, putting that up against Auburn's 114. Jackson Kilgore, 12 of 16, 77 yards, a touchdown, excuse me, not a touchdown, an interception, and he was sacked twice. Tyler Flakes, four attempts rushing for seven yards. Jackson Kilgore, three for 14. Omar Mabson, six for eight. The rushing attack has been very quiet for the Auburn Tigers. Four catches for Ian Nation, one for Cody Palmer, one for Griffin McLean. You got uh, two for Omar Mapson for seven yards. Bright spot tonight for the Tigers. Sophomore Josh Askew, three catches for 22 yards. That's the future of Auburn High, probably going to be the receiver that Auburn starts to lean on in the coming years. Good to see him uh, be successful. On the other hand, video game numbers once again for the central offense. Andrew Alford, 14 of 15, 259 yards, two touchdowns in the first half alone. Zach Simmons on the rushing end of things with six attempts for 64 yards and a score. Tristan Williams, five carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. And Cam Coleman also with a run for five yards. You also have on the receiving end of things, Actually, not Cam Coleman leading that. Dalen Upshaw, the leading receiver for the Devils. Six catches, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. Cam Coleman, oh, just a pedestrian, five catches for 97 yards in the first half. Dylan Gentry with two catches for 28 yards, and Jacob Tinney with a catch for 21 yards. Did have a fumble there to open up that first drive. Once again, 383 yards for Central in that first half, 114 for Auburn. Been tough sledding for the Tigers. We told you at the start of this halftime show, a long journey starts with one step. Auburn's got to come out and get something on offense here to open the second half if they want any shot in pulling off the miracle comeback. We've seen crazier things happen, though. Stay with us on the Auburn High School Sports Network. We'll be right back to get some halftime thoughts from Scott Bagwell and Rob Pate, and then we'll get into the second half kickoff after that. Thank you for listening to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika. And I better serve you or on the web at theorthoclinic.com and the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report continues after this on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S. This is Mayor Ron Anders wishing our Auburn High School Tigers success as they compete in the state playoffs and vie for the AHSAA Class 7A Football Championship title. On behalf of the City of Auburn, I commend the coaches, parents, and young men who have put hours and hours of work into representing our community so well with their talents. I invite you to join me as we cheer on these young men. Go Tigers! Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. 
Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic orthopedic care. Talking is difficult with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. On the web at theorthoclinic.com. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Payton. Rob. 28 to 3. We've covered this one about as much as you can. Uh, I remember Lincoln Riley, and we're only at halftime. Lincoln Riley said it's in a clinic that I, I watched online. Um, he goes, Look, you can scheme up a million things, and I can get somebody open every single day of the week with a million different concepts. If you can't block it up front, it don't matter. Yeah. Everything that Central has done today has been dictated by the offensive line. Uh, the offensive line that Auburn beat. Back and even though yeah I understand they didn't punt and they and it was forty one points, but that was the Cam Coleman show mm-hmm. and it was without not a whole lot of reads it was Alford getting hit making passes making big plays and to Cam Coleman tonight has been the offensive line allowing the central skill players to do whatever they want to do. Yeah no I, I put eye drops in my eyes I'm not I'm not, I'm not crying over here. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in all phases, uh, Central has has dominated and, and been the team that uh, that appears to to just, you know, have come with a, a mindset that uh, they're going to take this thing. Um, I, I think in the Auburn locker room, I don't think you come in and and you start berating and you start you know throwing fits and and just trying to, to pile on. I think you start reminding them of uh, the the number of games that they've won, the things that uh, they've done to be successful. And um, you know, just let them know that uh, there's a half of football left to play, and and you can you can walk out on whatever terms you want to walk out on. I mean, you can walk out and look at yourself in the mirror the next morning with a loss, but still know you laid everything on the line. Or you could walk and look yourself in the mirror and know that I didn't give my best effort, and I've got to live with that for the next year. And uh, that's up to those guys. You know, they're the ones that get to make that determination. As coaches, all you can do is put them in position to make plays. But uh, those guys have to want to do it. And uh, they'll be tested in the second half. Well, the other thing is, is you got to look if you're if you're an underclassman, if you're Caleb Pitts, and you know, and some other guys who have played so well this year, you need to look at Deuce White, Ashton White, and uh, Marquise Washington. Some of these seniors, some of them who will play their last football game and say, "I owe it to them yeah. and my teammates, the guys that I have been with for for the last couple of years. I owe it to them to go out and give everything I got." Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they all should look at each other in that in that manner um, at every position group. Now, everybody's built differently. People have different mentalities. But a team takes on a certain mentality itself, and typically that's derived from the head coach. And it's hard for me to believe that a Coach Etheridge team wouldn't come out here in the second half and uh, and show up. Um, yeah. uh, will they come back from a 25-point deficit? Uh, it's hard to believe that, looking at how that uh, first half went. But, um, you know, we need to see a drive, and, and we need to see an Auburn defense come out. Offensively, we moved the ball some. But defensively, we didn't stop a thing. No. And, um, you know, I think that's the group that in the second half that you have to test them. And you may have to leave some corners on the island. You may have to dedicate some safeties to the run game. 
but by God, somebody's going to fill a hat on somebody. Yeah. Um, you're going to see some physicality that um, that we didn't see in that first half, and we got to get some pressure. I mean, yeah. we, we just what what I think we said 15 of 16 from the central quarterback, um, you know, for un, ungodly amounts of yardage. Um, he's a good player, and he's got some good good skill guys to throw the ball to, but he's not not throwing any incompletions in a half of football. Yeah. Um, that's that's Auburn not playing playing great defense and, and so that's got to get better in the second half yeah i mean and we'll look at some scores going on across the state there are some eye some some eye-opening ones mountain brook and clay chalkville in that close game 14 14 thompson and uh vestavia hills in a close one um and and some other things that, that we'll we'll keep an eye on throughout the uh, night just to let you know what's going on as uh as as this game is uh, right now not going auburn's way and if auburn wants to get back into it it has to go uh, quick we'll get jack we'll get that uh on the other side of this break we still got a break as a segment another break to get to before we go to kickoff we'll be back and with more you're listening to the auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic attention large property owners and adventure seekers if you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle check out the full lineup of landmaster utvs at university ace hardware with a tough steel frame four-wheel drive and strong suspension landmaster utvs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip tackling chores around your property or exploring new trails landmaster has a utv for you visit university ace hardware today and experience the ultimate utv and off-road performance ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks it's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Your Auburn High School Football Station. Wings 94-3. Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. We're presented by East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you online at theorthoclinic.com. Jack, what you got? Yeah, I just wanted to mention, Scott, uh, Auburn basketball, Auburn University basketball, that is, goes up to Brooklyn. They win the Legends Classic up there, 77-60 to 60 over St. Bonaventure. That went final uh, in the last five minutes or so. So Auburn gets the win up there. Just wanted to mention that. Thanks, Jack. 28-23, our score here. Tigers need to play with some 
and, and I don't want to say that, that Auburn's not playing with pride and all that. Auburn just – this is a very much a look-yourself-in-the-mirror-tonight half for Auburn. Yeah. You know, go out there, play hard, and you know what? Maybe something crazy happens. Yeah. We've seen some weird things in this stadium. But if uh, for that to happen, Auburn's going to have to go – it starts on this first drive. And Auburn will get it. We'll see what happens. We'll be back with the second half. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94-3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Auburn down 28-3. We'll get the ball. We'll see what we'll – just have something positive happen. It seems like every time – honestly, it kind of seems like it's been this year with Auburn against Central. Every time Auburn's on the verge of something positive happen, something negative rears its ugly head. Auburn had several good drives in the, uh, in the first half. A couple of times I think we tried to break tendency to see if we could get Central just off balance. Uh, tried to run the ball a couple of times on third and long that uh, just didn't go our way. I thought Jackson Kilgore looked sharp, but uh, at the end of that first half, uh, Central was able to get a lot of pressure on him, so we have to shore that up, no doubt. Sky kick, and Josh Askew will run up, and, and that's just get the most that he can out of it, and Auburn will take over to about the 24-yard line. Yeah, that's an impressive catch right there. I mean, that's, that's something that nobody will see probably in the stands, but I know the coaches in the box, uh, and when they watch film, are going to be impressed by that kid coming up from the goal line and making that catch at about the 22-yard line because the up back uh, pointed to him and, yeah. and he wasn't he wasn't going to make an attempt so Askew made an incredible catch right there to uh, not have that thing bounce off his shoulder pads and turn it right over well you want to talk well, every, everything about this is is make this game healthy i don't know that a sky kick can let some of these athletes get a full head of steam going into the, some of the guys is the healthiest thing in the world hitch fazard receiver open that's gibson lothridge and he gets good yardage and then gets a ride into the bench um I'm not sure that should have been a flag. 
he flew a long ways after contact. But either way, it's a nice play for the Tigers across the 40 to the 42-yard line, gain of about 17 on the play. Yeah, those have been some of Auburn's best plays, just the quick hitters. Running or rolling, and Jackson Kilgore just didn't like what he saw, and it ends up it's going to be a massive loss. It's coming through and making the sack there is number 12, Jalen Southall. Well, you know, the, the, the quick hitters have done well when we've tried to go back and have long developing pass patterns that time, uh, just not enough time for Jackson to uh, to unleash it. He was waiting on Lothridge to try to break free on the, on the crossing route and uh, just didn't have time to release it. Second down and 21, loss of 11 on the play. And once again, oh, this is going to be a pick six. Kilgore throws the pick as he was in the grasp, and that is a pick six for Trent Hood as he threw that to absolutely nobody. It's a young quarterback just trying to save a bad play, and he makes it worse. Yeah, you know, that's where he's hearing in his head, don't take the sack, get rid of the ball. But instead of trying to throw it out of bounds, he tries to get something on it. It honestly reminded me of the play his last play uh, against Enterprise before he got hurt where he just kind of threw one up trying to make a play. And uh, the closest person to the ball I mean, was, was the middle linebacker for Central, and uh, he's able to go in unscathed, untouched for the, uh, for the touchdown. 11-01 left to go here. Extra point is up, and that kick is good as that will make it a 35-3 ball game. If you wanted to come up with the worst start that Auburn could have, we found it. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Home buying has never been simple. In today's economy, it's vital to work with an experienced lender who understands your needs. Auburn Bank's mortgage lending team is made up of local folks who can help you navigate the process. Whether it's finding your dream home or making improvements to your existing home, stop by our new home in the Auburn Bank Center. We'll be glad to help. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 403461. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94-3. Now that's classic. 11-01 left to go here as, as uh, just bad to worse on that one. Um, Auburn gets a good play to start, a sack, and then they were going to have another sack. And this is where what you're seeing here is Jackson Kilgore. He looks so good against um, – Looked so good against Hoover. Played well against and played played well against Hoover's. Played well the last couple of weeks. And, and again, the sky kick and just Auburn not able to block. And it's going to be a loss of a couple play as Central is having themselves a good time. They're going to get called for a 15-yard penalty here. I don't think that was anything egregious. It just happened right in front of the White Hat. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're just working on things now, Scott. I mean, you saw in the first Wait half. a minute. That was on Auburn. Oh, wow. Well, they're it's, marking it off the wrong way. So I think he just pointed the wrong direction. No, I think, yeah, the why, yes, he, he did point the wrong direction. So Auburn will have good field position here, the 38-yard line, their best field position of the night. Auburn goes to their uh, to their two tight end, heavy look with uh, Henry Allen at quarterback. Omar Mapson at, uh, at running back had a lot of success with this last week running the ball, but as soon as they do, Central matches it with uh, about nine guys in the box. Yeah. 
and Auburn hasn't been able to get a push up front all night long. We'll see what Auburn does here with their tight end look. Inside give up the middle. Omar spins out of trouble, not able to get a whole lot there. Going to be they give him back to the line of scrimmage, no gain on the play, second down and 10. Yeah, but just, just not a lot of confidence right there from uh, from Omar hitting that hole. I, I realize he, he's trying to run into a, a red sea right there of central defenders. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the difference between the authority he hit the hole with last week versus what I just saw there, it's, it's two totally different things. Two-by-two two look here. Here comes McKinnell in motion. Allen has it, and they're going to pitch it to the near side. They do get the, the side from Omar as they're going to say he – I won't words with this official on the near side. He gets good yards on second down and about 11 or 10. He picks up about seven. Looked like he got more third down and three coming. Yeah, that was a nice run from Omar Mapson. Inside give up the middle. Omar, that's, that's the yeah. Omar that we've seen to the 50-yard line and a first down. Yeah, that, I, I agree. He had a crease that time. Yeah. You know, that time he actually had daylight to run through, and uh, Central tried to have one guy just body him down, and, and Omar runs through that 100% of the time. Um, nice nice job picking up the first down, Auburn with uh, three straight runs. Henry's going to keep that one, bounces it outside, makes a one-guy miss, gets to the edge, gets first down yardage, and then some as Auburn's 10 – as Auburn's – they call it the the, the cruisers. Uh, Auburn's got something going here. Across the 40-yard line, big gain for the Tigers, gain of about 12. Yeah, and, and you kind of knew that, that Auburn needed to be able to find some way to run the football, and uh, they go to, to, to Henry Allen in the, in the big cruiser set. And Allen does a good job of getting the edge. Outside zone to Mapson. Mapson, he finally get him to, to not even the second level, past the line of scrimmage. And that looks like the Omar that we've seen that's gone for close to 1,200 yards on the year. He picks up about eight right there. Second down coming. Yeah, Central rotates in. They, uh, they're starting uh, middle linebacker and another defensive lineman that comes in. And Auburn goes no play. We'll now look around. Henry Allen gives the the play to the offensive lineman. Outside zone to the other way, Omar Mapson. That's a horse collar, is it not? Yeah, it looked like the Auburn coaches thought maybe it was a face mask because they have their hands up. Definitely spun Omar around, but, uh, you know, it, it, where his hand placement was was opposite of us. It was, it was facing the coaching staff. If it wasn't a horse collar or a face mask, that means he got the shoulder pad, just the inside, right at the shoulder and not on the end or the, the front or the back of it. And uh, the, the free runner comes through and, and makes it a loss of one on the play, third down and four. Yeah, definitely four down territory here. Yeah. Auburn's got uh, two plays to pick up four yards. Inside give to Mapson. Mapson has first down yardage, carries three people for another five or six as he gets down to the 15 the 14 yard line gain of 18 on the play and with that auburn high school moves inside the byron smokehouse breakfast red zone byron smokehouse with auburn tradition for over 30 years and it doesn't take a lot to, to get him out to the second level and uh, that time he gets another another nice little running lane and then he's able to uh, to shift laterally and then explode through the hole and uh, drags a couple of defenders with him along the way that was a, a, the best run of the night for omar Henry Allen in the gun and counter, and he keeps it right up the middle into the secondary, into the end zone. Omar Mapson kind of sets the tone there 
Keeper on the quarterback counter for Henry Allen. He'll score from 14 yards out. The senior finds Paydirt here in Central, and it's 35 to nine. Hey, that's that's a great drive right there from Auburn, responding after the pick six. Um, they come in with a totally different set, and they run the ball 100% of the plays all the way down the field for a touchdown. Hopefully, that'll spark that sideline over there and give that defense some life to come out and play with some uh, some energy. Towns Magoo on to attempt the PAT. The senior kick is up as that kick is good there was some immediate pressure there 749 left to go here tigers down 35 to 10 we'll be back in 30 seconds you're listening to the auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic come in and get it out of your system the car stereo shop hey it's steve from the car stereo shop in auburn and yes we did move to a new location right behind custom trucks unlimited newer bigger better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible and after 18 years our customer satisfaction is still priority one come see us at 1823 opalaka road that is right behind custom trucks unlimited or call us at 334-887-8422 AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Seven forty-nine left to go here in the third quarter. Thirty-five ten. Tigers trail as the defense will get their opportunity, kind of have their next swing and see if they can. Um, See if they uh, just get a stop. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I mean, look, we have seen in the first draw or the first game for Central, they had the ball on nine drives, five touchdowns, two field goals, two turnovers on downs. Yeah, they have had the draw the ball six times, fumble, touchdown, 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 half. Mm. Haven't and, seen and their a, punter. And a big play at the half. And, yeah, and a and a sixty-five yard fling in the double coverage for a catch. Well, we haven't seen the Auburn defense in the second half yet. So Auburn threw a pick six uh, to start the uh, second half and, and then just drove down and scored. Central is going to have the same kid have to come out to start the uh, second half yeah. because he doesn't have his knees covered. But let's see what the Auburn defense does. If they go away from doubling, um, which initially it looks like that's probably the case, and uh, I think they're going to have another, another guy in the box to be able to defend the run here. And RPO bubble, and hey, a little bit of pressure forces the high throw. Caleb Pitts coming from the backside, got his hands up, forced the bubble throw to go over Gentry or over uh, Upshaw's head. Incomplete, second down and 10. Yeah, he, Caleb Pitts was in the backfield all, uh, in an instant, and then also Davis Smith was running the alley. He was going to make a big hit on that play. So Auburn comes out aggressively on the first play of the second half for them. It's the team, same, I mean, same coaching staff team last year, if you remember, Jordan Hare when Thompson got up big on him. They still fought to the end. Yeah, they did. Uh, as Alford in the gun, and that's a give up the middle. Tigers stack them up. Marquise Washington trying to bounce it outside, and Auburn does a good job getting bodies to him. Jackson Mills there along with Jace Williams, gain of a couple, third down and about eight. Yeah, good gap integrity that time by, by the Auburn defense. Uh, Ty Hudson came uh, on, a, on a linebacker blitz and just stood with the uh, 
with the offensive line right there in the hole. The, the running back had to bounce it to the near sideline, and uh, the Auburn defense flowed and, and had great pursuit to get him out of bounds. Cheetah Webb playing free safety on this one. This is just the second third down that Central's faced tonight. First one was a third down and ten, and it was a square in that they, they got. Upshaw has it, drops back, a little bit of pressure this time, want to slant over the middle, and they they get it to Gentry for the first down. Yeah, Central's done a nice job of, of going to some other guys in yes. this game, you know, finding some some personnel that uh, they typically, and again, the same kid's going to have to come out of the game that just made the catch. Makes you wonder how he makes a third down catch, but he's, he's been out of the game every other play. But um, Auburn's just got to, to be able to, to play – Solid man-to-man defense out here, and they're just uh, they're just a step behind. Yeah, it looks like um, you know, Davis, who who is he's not really a pass cover; he's been a, a run support guy. He's now out wide. Auburn's kind of going single high and trying to get, and that is a that is a that is an SEC route and an SEC throw there by uh, by uh, Alford and Cam Coleman. What, a 15-yard comeback? And right on the money, there's nothing Pete Davis could do because Auburn's putting him on an island to try to stop the run game. Yep. And, you know, he's right there, makes the tackle, but gain of 20. Yeah, no, I, I like the aggression from Auburn. You can see the corners are eyeing down the, uh, the wide receivers, so they're man-to-man. They're not paying any attention to what's going on in the run game. So everyone else has run support here, but uh, that's that's just some good athlete. Here's your matchup as Auburn brings a blitz and wanting a little out route. And Auburn does a good job of tackling there. They 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 do a good job there. They wanted Cam Coleman on a safety, and they got it. Pressure forces the the eyes to go away from it. And I want to give credit, and I don't I I feel like we gave him some credit, but I want to give him more credit. Andrew Alford, the quarterback. At times, yeah, he gets thrown to two SEC receivers. Mm-hmm. But when he's had to come off the one or the pressure, he gets the ball on location and on target very, very well. Yeah, good quarterback. And that time, probably the first time he had to move his feet in the pocket and still deliver the ball well. Alford has it, drops back. Here comes pressure from Coleman. Auburn spies, and then he is able to get Jace Williams. There's a hold. No? Hands on the outside, grabbing the jerseys and a fling. No call. Alford on the Oh, there is a flag. There is a flag, y'all. I think that's for an illegal shift. It's not for the obvious hold. Well, that time, though, you, you talk about uh, Offord and his ability to uh, to deliver the ball. He, he does it with his feet that time. Yep. That's going to come back. But uh, does a good job with a ball fake as he scrambles and uh, tight ropes down the sideline. Took a, took a shot from an Auburn defender at the end of the play. But uh, his offensive line kind of came to his aid. You can tell that uh, that they really uh, think highly of their quarterback. Well, if you watch the game against Auburn, he stood in the pocket and delivered some great balls while getting hit. Um, yeah. And then tonight the offensive line has played very, very well, and Alford has been able to look very good in the pocket. 5.38 and counting left to go here in the uh, third quarter. Tigers down 35-10. to 10. Yeah, Cam Creighton comes in for Auburn when uh, they expect a passing passing down here a little rpo action and gentry drops it andrew hahn hits him on the echo of the whistle third down and 11 <laughs> uh, it's going to be another third and long which has been uh you know just uh, central's been able to convert these like they like they're third and ones yeah. you know and uh, that's just what's been so difficult 
on on the first third down it was the first time we saw the tight end he's a receiver but really a tight end there tenny who just dropped that ball move outside to get cam coleman a good release on a 10 yard end for the first down last time on third down and eight it was a slant and they found their guy same look here cam coleman now he wants the out route and perfect ball yeah perfect ball pete davis saw it and Auburn kind of had him high-low for Cam Coleman, and Alford put the ball right on the money. We've seen a lot of really good quarterback play here, calling Auburn high games on some other teams. I haven't seen a quarterback play better than Andrew Alford the two times that they played against Auburn here this year. Yeah, you're right. Auburn had uh, uh, Pete Davis who, who read the play and tried to sink back and, and get in that throwing lane. I thought it was going to be intercepted as he threw it, but uh, he p- placed it right over Pete Davis's head. Same look, same move here. Alford wants to slant over it, and that was the first time that he kind of was off target, and you can see him. He thought he thought Coleman was going to kind of be more skinny going across the middle, and Coleman still almost grabbed it with one paw, incomplete yeah. second down and ten. Yeah, but the luxury to be able to drop back and stare down your receiver and know that uh, that he's going to be able to work his way and get open, I mean, that's a luxury that few quarterbacks have in the country at yeah. any level. And, uh, you know, in some of these plays, he's able to, to get away with that. Uh, that being said, They've, they've spread the ball around yeah. this game. I mean, they've thrown to five, two. They've had several guys that uh, have made catches in this game. And also, the run game's been pretty good. Second down and ten. Play action. Alford gets smashed. Going for the go ball to Upshaw. And that time, the quick pressure forced it. And also, Auburn had Jackson Mills over the top. Again, Alford sees it, gets hit. Pitts wins his matchup against uh, the left tackle, Mal Waldrop, uh, incomplete third down and 10. Yeah, Kayla Pitts absolutely destroyed the quarterback that play. He got up and, and got kind of chippy with the uh, with the umpire, with the referee asking for, you know, some sort of flag. And I, I think he's just not accustomed to having getting get, hit. Get hit in the pocket. Third down and 10, Tigers bring pressure. And the out route once again, and Cam Coleman catches it, breaks two tackles into the end zone for the touchdown. I he, Auburn has done, I think, any and everything they can outside of jump on his back right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, another third down and distance conversion, another touchdown for Cam Coleman, 41-10. Yeah, and it's a shame, too, because uh, Jace Williams did a really good job of, of blitzing that time. The, the running back stepped up in the hole and tried to pick him up, and he drove him all the way back into the quarterback. But he's still able to deliver that ball on time and on the money, and uh, just Coleman is, is just too good of an athlete to keep him out of the end zone. Penalty on Central. It'll, it'll go on the kickoff. I don't know who the number one receiver recruiting-wise is in the country. I know on some services it's Cam Coleman. It's going to be tough for me to say there's anybody better than him after the stuff that I've Man, seen for two years or for two in two games. Last year he was a solid receiver, but the, the four-star Carmelo English, I believe, was better, and yeah. it wasn't close. 
well, this kid is a whole lot better than Carmelo, yeah, Carmelo that, English was last year. I think that's what impresses me the most about him is how he was able to raise his level from his junior to his senior year because you're right. I, I, I thought he was a really good player last year, but I didn't think he was the, the, the type of talent that people described him as being going into this season. But he has lived up to it, and you have to tip your hat to him because he has, he's been impossible for Auburn to stop. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Tigers trail by 32. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Mayor Ron Anders wishing our Auburn High School Tigers success as they compete in the state playoffs and vie for the AHSAA Class 7A Football Championship title. On behalf of the City of Auburn, I commend the coaches, parents, and young men who have put hours and hours of work into representing our community so well with their talents. I invite you to join me as we cheer on these young men. Go Tigers! Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. 503 left to go here in the third quarter. 52-10 as the Red Devils are on their way to another Final Four appearance. And... I want to look this up because um, I don't know it off the top of my head. And that's that's kind of a, a credit to what Central has done. They're on their way to another Final Four appearance. Says Cheetah Webb has it, drops it, picks it up, and goes up the middle. Got to see. Cuts to the near side, into the open field. Only got the kicker to beat, and the kicker does his job and trips him up. And good return there for Cheetah Webb as he's been waiting on that one all year long. <laughs> Gets to the 29-yard line, and Auburn and Tigers will have it there. First down and 10. Did not see the kicker all the way back there. I thought he had broken the last yes. wave. And the kicker, I don't think he ever even attempted to come down the field because he was basically where he kicked the ball off from and uh, was able to, uh, to to get just enough of Cheetah to, uh, to get him on the ground. But good return. Auburn sets up inside the 30 to start this drive. The last time that Central did not make the Final Four was in 2014. Wow. Which is the first year of 7A. Their best player broke his leg late in the year that year. Kilgore in the gun and play our handoff to, to Flakes, who makes the guy miss across the, the 15 or across the 25 to the 24-yard line, gain of a couple there. Yeah, good job by Tyler Flakes, letting everything kind of wash by him. He jump steps to his left and uh, then gets vertical and uh, picks up five yards on first down. Good run. Two tight end, or it's the, it's the three tight end look for the Tigers. Kilgore's the receiver as he throws the quick hitch, looking for Gibson Lothridge, incomplete on second down and five. It'll be... It'll be third down and five now. Yeah, this miscommunication right there. I think Gibson thought, uh, you know, I need to get this out beyond the first down marker. Don't don't run my route too short. And uh, and Kilgore leads him out like he, as if he were going to run an out and uh, just not on the same page right there. Third down and about five. Yeah, last time Central doesn't make the, the Final Four was 2014. And uh, that's that's one heck of a run. Inside give right up the middle to Flakes. Flakes runs hard, gets stood up at about the 20. Should have his first down yardage. As with that play, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone 
Byron Smokehouse an Auburn tradition for over 30 years, and they will give it to him. Yeah, you know, regardless of, of how this ends, I, I've been impressed with the way Tyler Flakes has ended this season. Um, you know, early in the season, I thought that he was a little hesitant um, with hitting the hole. Um, he, he's always been a really good back. But I think that something happened in that Opelika game where it just took his play to another level, and um, he he has been super aggressive towards the end of the season. Auburn with Jackson Kilgore in goes no play. Still plenty of time left to go on the play clock as they will get everybody shifted around, make sure that they're good to go. And it's, it's a fade ball to, to Ian Nation who makes the catch. And he's going to end up at the one, maybe the two-yard line Ian Nation. That's a play. That's that's something that Auburn hasn't been able to do all year. Yeah. It's just take advantage of how good of a receiver Ian Nation is um, around the goal line. And that was the matchup all night over at the – we talked a little bit in the first half about 22 attacking him, and Auburn and does it on that play. Inside gives to Flakes. I think he's a little bit short and a lot of pushing and shoving after the fact. Looks kind of – no harm, no foul there. No gain on the play. Second down and goal from the one. But it was an incredible catch. It was a good throw, too. It was a back shoulder throw. And it's kind of interesting. A couple of times we've seen um, Jackson Kilgore go all the way out to his receiver to make the check. You know, no yeah. signal. No, it's just it's, let's go have a conversation about it. And it was, hey, let's just run a go ball here. Omar Mapson into the game, and he lines up right under center. And... I don't know how he's not in. Is he not in? Both referees that are, are line judges were in the end zone, and then the one on this side steps back over across the goal line. <laughs> no game. Third down and goal for the one. But that was actually that was actually Henry. It was Henry Allen in there. It was Auburn's it was, version of the brotherly show. Yeah, so that's right. That's Omar is right behind. Yeah. Him. With two tight ends. Yeah, it, we're, we're going to see it again. <laughs> There's no way he's not in. Oh, they threw a flag. I think I think Auburn moved on, on, a, no, on a. I think Central moved. Let's see what they say. Offsides. Yep. So they'll, they'll, they'll go no, again. No play. Yeah. Well, why would you not go offsides if you're not? There's it, no, it, can't the, ball, the ball cannot move any further. <laughs> Ian Nation is going to leave Auburn High School as the career receptions leader, career yards leader. He's going to finish second in touchdowns. As he passed Marcus Washington earlier in the year, he's going to finish second to Ralph Spry, whose dad was the track coach at Auburn University for years. And Marcus Washington was my teammate at, at Auburn, Auburn yeah. for, for three years. Omar Mapson lines up next to Henry Allen to give to Omar, and Omar should be in, and he is. With that, Auburn scores from a yard out with 152 left to go, and it's now 42. Yeah, the score, I don't know. Auburn doesn't have 11. They have 16. For Omar, that is touchdown number 16 on the year, and – Actually, that's touchdown number 17, which ties him for third or fourth all-time in the season, single season. And Auburn will go for two with Jackson Kilgore checking into the game. There's nobody on the far side. And now the central DB gets over there. Motion, and Kilgore has it, and 
wanting to find Gibson Lothridge, and he'll make the catch. 42-18, Tigers now trail. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Touchdown number 17 on the year for Omar Maps, and that ties him fourth all-time in a single-season record with Andre Lockhart and D.V. Williams. He only trails Augustus Brooks, Aaron Diggs, and Tyrone Ware on the single-season touchdown record as he begins his march towards 35, which is this career school record held by Calvin Jenkins, who was a quarterback. Well, you know, Omar Mapson's got a, uh, a tremendous, tremendous career ahead of him. He, he, has, he has been a workhorse for this offense and uh, has done a, a really good job towards the end of this season. I, I look forward to just watching him progress. He's, um, he's really been impressive this year. Thompson up 21-14 over Vestavia. Great nose. 10-0 Enterprise over Mary Montgomery. No surprise there. Mary Montgomery got their first playoff win ever as a program last week. Jack, do you got the drive? Okay, we'll send it to you after this play. Alford has it. He wants a a hitch, and that one's a little bit low. But, eh, well, Upshaw's good, too, along with Coleman gain of about five. Yeah, but that's what I want to see right there. Hit him. Fly and hit him. Yes, that Caleb Pitts comes in and just absolutely annihilates number five at the end of the play. Jack, what was that drive? Yeah, very quickly. Seven plays, 30 yards after the big uh, return by Cheetah, Cheetah Webb on that one. Uh, Omar Mavson takes it in from one yard out, Scott. Thanks, Jack. We'll get some scores as we go on. Again, playoff still act- action still going on. We'll let you know what's going on as uh, we head towards Thanksgiving. And with the weird season the way that it was, third round for 7A is in Thanksgiving week. Normally, this is the, that would be the bye week. Alford has it inside give. Tigers up the front seven. That looks a lot like what we saw in game one. Um, no gain on the play, third down coming up. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family, WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Third down and four here. Scott Bagwell joined by Rob Pate, Jack Hudden back up, up here in the booth here in Phoenix City, Alabama. Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. Alford has it, drops back, looking to get some pressure. Auburn finally has it. Does Auburn get a stop? Auburn gets a stop on third down. And we might see the central punter. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing because Auburn got pressure because Auburn left a a receiver all alone over on the sideline. They uh, had a tight end that time that uh, that Auburn didn't account for. The pressure forced uh, the quarterback to have to roll right. And uh, that was a good series by Caleb Pitts. He set the tone on the first play by coming back, running back and uh, on a play downfield and really put a good hit on, on Dalen Upshaw. And then uh, won his battle on the run run play right there, and then uh, is able to get pressure. So uh, that was tip your hat to number 11, Caleb Pitts in the Auburn defense. 
11th game for Central, and this is their ninth punt. I don't even know if Auburn knows how to scout for it. It's not a good punt either. It's a bad punt. It's going to hit, and then Auburn will take over inside the 50 with 17 seconds left to go here. Well, well, Auburn had a nice drive last time, did it predominantly on the ground, had a, uh, a nice game that, uh, with the back shoulder throw to Ian Nation, um, did it with uh, – they did it. What's weird is that Jackson Kilgore was the quarterback, yeah. but it was with the three that's tight end correct. set, and yeah. that's what we're going to see right here. And, and it, it makes Central have to honor the run game, but uh, gives some guys some opportunities to make plays wide. And uh, the, the matchup with Ian Nation on the corner tw- number 22, and now they're going to rotate. Yeah, base, when Auburn goes to this look, they're going to move 11 over towards Ian Nation no matter what the look is. Jackson has it and drops back. And oh. had him open, yeah. and and I just Ian um, came back too far, I, or he he didn't. I, he could, he said he couldn't see the ball. Yeah. yeah, that's what he's he's complaining. I must have got stuck in the Waffle House lights behind us. <laughs> Incomplete second and ten coming. Yeah, he never saw it. He never even put his hands up for it, and uh, immediately started waving towards his eyes. But he did get good separation out there on the uh, the Alabama commit playing corner for Central. I think if I think there is a small school somewhere that would benefit greatly from adding Ian Nation to their to their uh, recruiting class. Oh, Hand off to to Flakes across the forty. Good gain there. It's going to bring up a third down and about four. And with that, we'll go to the fourth quarter. Forty-two eighteen Tigers trail, but they're looking. To finish the game the way that it should be finished as Auburn High School got a couple of scores here in the third quarter. We'll be back in one minute for the fourth. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach, 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. our members our members love us oh yes ever since i got off active duty they have helped me i would recommend to anyone if you really want to get your finances in order come and see for yourself i promise you they will help you get on the path to financial freedom four seasons federal credit union with two local branches membership eligibility required accounts federally insured by the national credit union administration your hometown station for auburn sports wings 94.3 Start of the fourth quarter here, 42-18, Tigers trail central. They got it third down and about five. Kilgore goes hard count. The defensive end jumps, and they finally throw the flag. So, and basically I'm just praising central mainly because this team is good and it, re- it how good their run has been since 2014. Since 2014, which means 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. That's nine years. They have more law, playoff losses in that run than road games in the playoffs. Wow. Inside give to Tyler Flakes and Auburn on first down picks up about four or five. Yeah, good good run right there. Not much to, to, to be had over the left side, but uh, Flakes is uh, spinning and, and weaving and churning his legs and uh, gets Auburn positive yardage right here, getting uh, knocking on the door of the red zone. 
Gain of about four, first down and six, or, or second down and about six coming. As Kilgore will hand off to Mapson, and defensive end did not respect the pull at all there and ends up chasing down Omar. Loss of about three on the play, third down and ten coming. Yeah, lost everything that we'd gotten on first down, and it was done by backside pursuit by a, a sophomore defensive end that um, – that you were high on before the game, and he's made his presence known. He's the one that had the big sack to end the uh, the, the drive right before the half, and that was a big-time play he made pursuing from the backside. Two-by-two two look here. Auburn goes hard count. Kilgore in the gun with Mapson next to him. Has it and drops back, steps up in the pocket, and at the last second just kind of throws it to get rid of it. He had a touchdown wide open down the middle of the field. It was Ian Nation who won, and they just busted coverage. Incomplete fourth down and ten. And this is field goal time. Well, this will get them back within three scores here. Um, it's 42-18. If they hit this, then uh, then obviously you are you cut the score in half. You're 42-21, and um, – I like your shot of putting points on the board more than converting a fourth yeah, and ten. Yeah, I think if it's fourth down and about three, you're going, but fourth and ten, I don't I don't think you're getting it. So Towns will be on for another 50-yard field goal. Pressure, and that, that caused a quick kick, and it's good. Folks, I cannot express how much that Towns saw, felt the pressure, went quickly through his steps, and I don't think he got to get full extension there and drills a 50-yarder through the uprights. Yeah, typically a, a little bit more elevation on, on a lot of his kicks. That one he kicked kind of kind of in a, in a line drive, but uh, there was no doubt. I mean, it's, uh, I mean that, that one he could have backed up 10 more yards, Scott. If you're a program like Alabama who has struggled with field goal kicking, how do you not how do you not recruit the heck out of that kid? I, I would I would think that they that they would. I mean, I would think that almost every program in the country that that everybody needs a kicker isn't solidified at that position. You know, Auburn's in a in a spot where they've got a really good kicker right now and should have him for a long time. He still can't kick the ball in the end zone. <laughs> I, I just don't believe that. I think that they're asking I'm with him you. not to. I am a hundred percent with you. Yeah, and. Um, but this is this is the best kicker that I've ever seen. I mean, yep. he is uh, he is phenomenal. He is accurate. He's got a powerful leg. He seems to have a great demeanor. Um, he's a bigger kid. And yeah, he's like six two. Yeah. And he's new to football. I mean, he's played for two years. Year. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Towns is six one, like one eighty, one ninety. Yeah, I saw his dad in the uh, for for an examination one day, and it was right after one of the first games he played and, and he kicked the ball and it was returned for a touchdown against Enterprise. He didn't know he could make a tackle as a kicker. He missed that one and it's four yards deep. <laughs> he's he's something special. He is a weapon that Auburn is going to miss next well, year. And, and, he, and he already has the record for the most 50 yarders in one season. He's yeah. had two more tonight. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is in a career, but uh, I don't know. It couldn't be much more than six in high school. Um, I remember coming out. It was a novelty to, for for a kid just to have a fifty yarder. I remember when I've I've seen games when teams couldn't hit extra points. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and, and I mean it's 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 just impressive what he's been able to do this year. 
Alford in the gun, play action, wants a little hitch. Has Upshaw, and Auburn still flying to the ball, gain of about six on the play. Yeah, interesting to see Central just, you know, still airing it out, not trying to uh, to put the ball. Well, the, thing, the thing is, I hate to break it. I think this is their run game. Yeah, I, I think too. everything's an RPO. Yeah, it's just an extended uh, version. And Auburn playing, uh, you know, just straight up man, trying to uh, uh, to get pressure, trying to, to clog the, the, the gaps. And now they want the slot fade to, to Cam Coleman. And a little grabby there by Pete. And Auburn switched there because they knew, I mean, they, they put Coleman in the slot and Auburn slit, switched with their DBs. But still, you're giving Cam an eight-yard release on that one. That's tough. Yeah, it is tough, but you can also get a sense of just how how time they are, how often they do that. I mean, Coleman doesn't look for the ball until I mean, and, literally, yeah. it's it's it's. I mean, it's on its descent, ready to be caught. Um, he he's just uh, he's looking to, to to get to space and and to outrun a defender before he ever gets that head back around. Third down and about three. Offered in the gun inside give. And Tigers hem him up, and they get another third down stop. We'll see the punter for the second time. No, no, you don't call your timeout yet. You score another one, and then you think. Yeah, you no. still got 9.40 left to go. There's a lot of time left. Uh, good job by that Auburn defense. And uh, secondary being challenged, having to play a uh, man up, and uh, that Auburn defensive front comes comes to life here in the second half, clogging the running lanes. And uh, Auburn should get pretty decent field position if, uh, if we're able to field this punt cleanly. Or another bad punt. That'd be even better. Snap it over his head. But Auburn recover short of the, for a touchdown, not a safety. Auburn stays in punt save here. Yeah. 9.13 left to go here. Clock is running. And fair catch called for and made. It looked like Snapper might have got his helmet right there into the basket. But Cheetah Webb makes the catch. Tigers will take over at the 38-yard line. Yeah, Auburn's been going with their heavy set. Multiple tight ends, uh, but still throwing the ball yeah. and uh, having a lot of success here in the second half. Jack, what you got? Hey, just an interesting storyline going on here. So you could point to, you know, a central kind of taking the foot off the gas a little bit. But Auburn has scored on their last three drives. Touchdown, touchdown, field goal for Central. It's been two punts in a row, two three and outs in a row, Scott. Yeah, a, a, a score here now all of a sudden, you're, it just feels a little bit different. You're a stop away from the panic button being pulled out. Auburn goes screen and almost picked it's incomplete as um auburn was trying to get it to omar maps and it was incomplete and unfortunately there were like three people around him yeah i like the play call i think it's a really good call i think centrals has just done an outstanding job of sniffing out the screens tonight that's the second time yeah. we've attended attempted one one to the running back one to the tight end and both times that they almost ended up as interceptions but, yeah, they, they had their entire defensive line over there yeah. where Omar was to, to, to catch that pass. Yeah, the first time Auburn ran a screen, the line flew through, and, and it was a safety that stopped it. This time it was the defensive line. Hot snap, and Kilgore catches it. And Oh, he caught that. Did Ian Nation catch that? They call it incomplete out of – I think – I don't know if the umpire or the referee could tell if he caught it or not. Um, but Ian Nation sticks a paw up there after uh, Morgan – uh, gets a hand on it and catches it. Ian yeah. Nation has amazing hands. Yeah, well, Morgan, uh, Red Morgan, read the route, jumped it, and had a hand on it, and off of the deflection, standing on the sidelines, trying to get his feet in. Ian Nation makes the grab, 
but uh, just unable, I guess, to uh, have possession before he, he heads out of bounds. Now third down and 10. Auburn is like to go after number 22 on the near side. See what Auburn wants to do here. Kilgore has it and drops back. A little stun up the middle. Kilgore avoids it. Now rushes will get stood up at the 45 and get planted in a different league. That's a penalty. Clean in high school. I don't think it should be a penalty, to be fair. Yeah. Um, that's a football tackle. Fourth down and about four coming. Yeah, I think it's uh, four down territory yeah, I here. I mean, Auburn's at the 45-yard line. They're down three scores. There's eight and a half minutes left in the game. and um, But Auburn's going to have to bring in a different quarterback here because I think that uh, they're banged up and they don't bring in. And they don't bring in Henry Hallen. They bring in Max Hammer. Wow. Tough spot to come in. Now, Max can punt it, but I don't feel like this is a pooch punt situation. Hammer has it, drops back, and throws it to Ian Nation. That's a hold. Ian Nation tries to make a guy miss. Um, Gibby doesn't get called for the hold. It's going to be a gain of about two on fourth down and five, and it'll be first down Red Devils. Yeah, that, that was a nice play by their corner over here. Auburn tries to uh, throw the behind-the-line-of-scrimmage screen to um, Ian Nation on the cross route, and – and we did. We were holding for all of our worth over here on the sideline, but that didn't matter. He's able to get off the hold and uh, make the open field tackle. And now Central with eight minutes left to go and a three-touchdown lead will have the ball. Simmons in the backfield with Alford. Play action. Hits, no, throw it to the near side. Jackson Mills was there, but holy cow. Holy cow. Cam Coleman takes what should have been a for sure pick and makes it a catch. And, and Jackson Mills, he let it come to him. Yeah. He didn't go up and try to catch it. I don't think he thought there was any chance that um, that – there was going to be anybody near him. And all yeah. of a sudden, Coleman came out of nowhere. Well, he was trying to make the sure catch, and uh, he ended up giving up the, the, the catch because Coleman went and got it at the highest point. And that, that's what you're you're always trying to preach. It's super hard for defensive backs in that, in that type of situation because they don't have the same ball skills that the receivers do. And uh, he's able to get up and, and just snag it away from two Auburn defenders, and, and that will probably be the best catch that um, – um, that, that we've seen in a long time. That was a that was a sensational catch, and Caleb Pitts was injured on that play. He's he's walking off, so that's even even worse for Auburn. He's hanging his left shoulder, left arm, and uh, protecting that left shoulder. But uh, yeah, Auburn. If you're a coaching staff, you, you can't draw it up any better. You've got great coverage. Um, you've got somebody underneath. You got a guy over the top, and then they just have a superior athlete that went and made a play. Yeah. Uh, seen a lot of started calling covering game Auburn high school games in 2013 when Auburn went to the uh, went to the state championship for the first time uh, I've been I've seen Auburn play in three state title games I don't know that I've seen anybody like Cam Cam Coleman yeah inside give Tigers do a good job at the D line of stacking it up no gain on the play well the, the crazy thing about about their offense and their players is that they've got another receiver in, in Upshaw 
that is a phenomenal wide receiver that hurt Auburn early, but but I mean as the game has progressed, he's almost a forgotten commodity, you know, and he's a he's a tremendous player in his own right. So um, they're just uh, an abundance of riches at the wide receiver position. Jack, what you got? I just wanted to let you know this: Cam Coleman with that catch now has exactly 500 yards on Auburn High School. This how season. many? How many today? 205. He came in with 987 on the year. Inside give, and Auburn stops him once again. Deuce White right there. That'll bring up a third down and goal. Um, I mean, seen a bunch of five stars. Saw uh, Marlon Humphreys at, at Hoover, who was unbelievably good at corner. Saw Reuben Foster. Saw Rashawn Evans. Saw Henry Ruggs. Um, Peter Woods, more dominant than Cam Coleman, but he played defense. Yeah. Um, saw Tony Mitchell and. As far as offensive players go, Cam Coleman's in a league of his own. Oh, I agree. I mean, so many guys, you know, get get that rating and billing because of, you know, the potential. But uh, he, he is unleashing it and, and showing you that he's, he can make elite plays now. Alford has it, and he's going to spin. Wow. And I think folks had as impressive as it gets and throws a touchdown. He was uh, – Auburn had him hemmed up with three different people around it and it, it proves that you don't necessarily have to run the four five four four to make it work in the pocket good footwork gets out of it makes the guy miss his receivers continue to work and he's able to set his feet and throw it across his body and hit uh hit the receiver in the back of the end zone for the touchdown yeah he just never panicked uh he auburn had him i mean dead to rights i mean they had a guy on every single side and up the middle and he just kind of sidestepped and eluded them until he was able to get the ball off cleanly threw it on the money for a touchdown for central pat is up and good and with 554 left to go here we're just waiting for the final score 49 21 central leads as we have seen their athletes make amazing plays all night long we'll be back in 30 seconds you're listening to the auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic experience and knowledge from the pros Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Forty-nine twenty-one, our score here, and looking forward, Central will be hosting somebody, whether it be Mary Montgomery or Enterprise. I think it will be Enterprise. They are they will be the favorite. Um, last we heard, Thompson was up with score, um, and if it is Central and as nice job there by the returner, Josh Askew, to run up just to make sure that that ball got out of bounds. Yeah, or he got called. Yeah, he's played a good game tonight. Um, Central against Thompson, the the potential matchup of, of Fagans, who we saw last year, is a five-star at corner against Cam Coleman, a five-star receiver. Well, and, and, you know, Thompson also has a kid playing safety that's, that's committed, committed to Auburn. Auburn. Yep. Yeah, Caleb Harris that, um, you know, is a kid that can go up and get the ball as well. So, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be more difficult than just throw it up and let your your athlete go and uh, be the superior guy. There will be more power five guys on the field in that game than than you see in some Saturday games. You last year, I would have said that Central had more SEC receivers this year on their team than Auburn did last year. Yeah, because I. You look at Auburn's receivers last year, and I don't know any of them see receivers. Well, you know, I I, I kind of heard people, and I think you may have said it a couple of times, about you thought this was Central's best team that they've had in a long time. And after the last game, man, I, I was disagreeing. I kept saying that, right. no, I, I think that Central just had the best player. Yes. I didn't think that they were as good as maybe some of the other teams. I just thought that they had the most dominant person on the field. But – I think that they've put it together and that he makes them so much better, but they've got the pieces to be – I mean, they're they're a really solid team. Yeah, I, I thought walking away from the game last time these two teams played, hey, if you find a way to slow down Coleman, you got yourself yeah, a real shot. Right. And then all of a sudden we're here and, no, that central team has played amazingly well. Fade ball to Gibson Lothridge, who makes a nice play, goes up and makes, and makes the catch. And Gibby with a nice – Nice route. Also, good coverage there by number 22, uh, Westerberry. And also, if we're going to look forward, I think wherever 22 is against Thompson, yeah. that's where they're going to throw the I ball. I agree. I mean, that's what uh, they're putting on tape right now, kind of what their weakness is. And 22's made plays. He, he made a great interception pick. tonight yep. and returned it. He's been in position, but uh, he, he is not the same force that 11 is on the opposite side. Well. Levin's going to Bama. <laughs> and last year they had a corner going to Georgia. Georgia, yeah. yeah. So just uh, – Yeah, somebody – some I was talking to somebody early in the year about him. They said, I can't – I keep watching 11. They were like, he's the best corner I've ever seen. And somebody goes, what about four last year for Central? He's better. And you're like, I'm not sure. And then, well, yeah, Morgan's pretty darn good too. Play action, Kilgore rolls left. Nothing there. And actually – he ends up, he ends up seeing the guy that he needed to hit. That's a great progressive read there by Kilgore to see Lothridge on the drag. He's the number three read there, and uh, hits him in the hands. Almost ends up being a pick because it goes off of his hands. Third down and nine coming. Yeah, that time uh, Morgan knew what uh, what we were running out there, and if uh, if we'd have just kept on on the on the post, the deep post with Ian Nation, he probably would have hit his head on the goalpost. But you know, the play calls for him to break that off and, and and run a corner out. Morgan was standing right there. But even with all the talent that they have on defense, um, Ian Nation not out of place out there at all. No, and a little sweep sweep to flakes, and that's a a gain of about. Four on the play, fourth down and five coming. Three fifty and counting left to go. I don't think any team's going to be upset that even though he got ran out of bounds, the clock is running. Here. Yeah, and and Flakes never got up. Slow to get up. Yeah. yeah. So Omar Mapson comes in for the fourth and five play. Ball right at the fifty. Kilgore in the gun. Drops back, and Auburn wanted to run another screen, and for the third time, Auburn ran the screen. Central snuffed it out. Yes. And, and the turnover on downs, and Central has an opportunity to run this one out. Yeah, I thought the Central defense was was much improved in this, this yep. go-round than they were the first time. They uh, snuffed out every screen we attempted. Difficult to get a lot going in the running game, and um, – they were just really aggressive, tackled well, and made big plays, timely plays, big sacks when they needed them. 
We'll go start going through some finals. We'll also get those cool. We're going to go through them now. The score brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on each university drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn. Final start to roll in 40 to nothing. Hewitt over, over, uh, sorry, Hewitt over Hoover. Give up the middle very little on that one. Thompson wins 27 14. So for the first time in five years, it will not be Central Auburn and Hoover Thompson in the final four. It will be. Central against TBD because last I saw it was 10 to 10, Mary Montgomery against Enterprise. And Jack, I'm going to put your mic on live, so don't say anything bad. And as you get scores, you can pop them in as well. Um, and then it, so it, it'll be Hewitt against Thompson in that, in uh, the northern part of 7A. And then it will be Central against TBD here in Phoenix City, Alabama. They give up the middle and being very, very patient there is the running back, uh, Tristan Williams, who delivers the blow to uh, Jackson Mills and then gets hit late out of bounds, I believe. And well, the clock is going to run. Yeah, no no flag. It was uh, a big collision from Mills, and uh, then Mike Gunn comes over and, uh, and, and finishes the job out of bounds. But uh, no, no, no late, late hit call on the play. Yeah, 10-10 with three minutes left to go is the last score that we had on the Mayor Montgomery and Enterprise game. Hanley, an upset. They get beat by book or by BTW there, 22-9 the final there. Gadsden City up by seven over Hartzell, 22-15. Muscle Shoals all over Fort Payne, 41-10. Actually, that is a final Gadsden City over Hartzell. And Central will take a timeout. We'll take it with them. 151 left in the fourth. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. One fifty-one left to go here as Central leads Auburn, and they're well on their way to another Final Four berth. But, Rob, next year the regions change, as in it will not be one versus two, three versus four, all the way through the playoffs. In my opinion, if that's the case, it should be set up to where region opponents could match up in the final four, in the finals, in the state finals. Out route, and they find Upshaw, who makes one guy miss, and Auburn will get him to the ground. And Mike, from there, Central can now run this thing out and call it a day. But it seems like if you're going to get rid of North versus South, you might as well get rid of the region stuff and just let quote-unquote region opponents rematch in the state championship game. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if uh, they're, they're upending it to try to – I honestly don't know what the, uh, the the reasoning behind that is other than just teams not feeling like there they're was, knocking each other out. There was one team that basically got tired of not having an opportunity. <laughs> Which team was that? I won't name them on air. <laughs> but they made the playoffs this year, so um, there you go. Uh, but um, – yeah, so next year, 
as Cam Coleman is flies around the end, and that's a situation where I, we had this in eighth grade. You just need to – it's a, hey, there's there's no reason. Let him take a knee, call it a day, and go home. Yeah. And I get it's frustrating, but it is what it is. So 10-10 is the score. Remember, whoever wins that game will travel here. Still looking for any type of other upsets that, uh, or any other scores that we can have that fall through. 17-13, Clay Chalkville over uh, Mountain Brook, that game in the fourth quarter. That's a two-versus-eight matchup. And 6A really feels like it is going towards um, Clay Chalkville against Sarah Land. Yeah, and, and that would up. be a, a an amazing matchup there in Brian Denny Stadium. Central ends Auburn's year, 49-21. Tigers don't play well. Central plays very well and probably had a lot to do with the reason that Auburn didn't play that well here tonight. But another good year for the Tigers. Auburn goes 9-3. Uh, Two of those losses are to the Central Red Devils. And trust me, folks, that team that is in red here tonight has a chance to win a state championship. They are very, very, very good. On the other side of this break, post-game show. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Now back to the stadium for the Southern Union Post Game Show, recapping tonight's Auburn High game on Wings 94-3. Auburn High School falls to the Central Red Devils here in here at Harrison Stadium in Phoenix City, Alabama tonight, 49 to 21. The Red Devils use 552 total yards of offense to Auburn's 251. Auburn actually 122 in both rushing and passing 
on the evening get to, well, actually, that'd be uh, 244 yards for Auburn on the night. So Central doubles up Auburn in the yardage, and this is the Southern Union State Community College postgame show presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.com. E-D-U. Once again, this is the Southern Union State Community College postgame show. Real quick run through the statistics. First four, the Central Red Devils, 552 total yards of offense. Andrew Alford was phenomenal, 23 of 29 for 410 yards and four touchdowns. On the rushing end of things, Central picks up a total of 142 yards. It probably felt like more than that. Zach Simmons, 11 carries for 77 yards and a touchdown. Tristan Williams, 8 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown. Dan Coleman also had a carry. He uh, went for five yards on that carry. And then Andrew Alford running the ball today also had a pretty good day. Uh, three carries for 21 yards. Receiving into things, it was Cam Coleman the first time around that lit up Auburn, and he did the same thing tonight. Nine catches, 205 yards, and a touchdown for the five-star wideout. Dalen Upshaw also had himself a night. Eight catches, 133 yards, and two touchdowns. Dylan Gentry in on the action with four catches for 47 yards and a touchdown. And then Jacob Tenney also hauling in two catches for 25 yards for Auburn. Jackson Kilgore, 15 of 25, 131 yards, two picks, sacked three times. Max Hammer also came into the ballgame, had a completion for one yard. And then Henry Allen also in the game did not attempt to pass uh, but he did have a rushing touchdown on the evening. Speaking of rushing, Tyler Flakes, 10 carries for 31 yards. Jackson Kilgore, 4 for 20. He had 16 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown for Omar Mabson. Three carries for 26 yards and a Henry Allen touchdown. Then you have Ian Nation, six catches for 40 yards. Gibson Lothridge, two catches for 35. Cody Palmer, a catch for 10 yards. You had Griffin McLean also with a catch. Two catches for Omar Mabson for seven yards. And then another bright spot on the night, Josh asked you, three catches for 22 yards. Quick look at the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Of course, we told you Thompson 27, Vestavia Hills 14. Actually, Hewitt. I just saw that Thompson, that game, something, we saw two different finals scored. That's still going because Thompson just scored. It's 35-17. So that one's still going. All right, 35-17. Hewitt over Hoover, big 40 to nothing, I believe, was the last update. I've still got 10-10 MGM Enterprise. No, MGM kicked a field goal at the buzzer to win. As the Vikings go win 13 to 10 at home, they will come to Phoenix City, Alabama next week. 12 and overs are undefeated against undefeated. There's a look at your Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn. Scott, Rob, any final thoughts? Uh, well, you know what? That team's good. Um, that's about all that. I mean, at the end of the day, when when they have the best player in Cam Coleman. Mm. Upshaw's probably number two. The quarterback plays the way they did. Auburn not able to get the pressure that they did last time on the quarterback until at the end. It just it, It's a tall hill to run, to, 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 to try to climb, and Auburn just didn't have enough here tonight. Yeah, I think Auburn defensively thought they had a plan with uh, being able to double team over the top. It just didn't work out. They're not used to doing that. I don't think they could replicate you know, showing that in practice and how that would translate to the game. And so they tried that the entire first half. It never worked. Auburn jumped into the regular defense for the second half and played better. Um, but still, uh, the athletes ended up winning the day. Um, but, you, you know, Auburn, again, 
for Auburn to get to this spot, like I said, to start the game, I never even imagined yep. that we'd have been a playoff team with, with what they endured. Yep. I mean, at one point in the season, the Ian Nation was playing quarterback. Yep. And uh, for them to uh, have rectified that, I thought that uh, that they they should be proud of, of what, what they were able to accomplish really with uh, with not being full full strength the entire season. Yeah, and even you can kind of see it tonight with the reps that Jackson missed when he wasn't able to play really hurt. Um, and, um, and, hey, I give credit to the staff. I give credit to the kids for when their backs were against the wall, against the wall about to go down to Doth, and they were like, no, well, you know what, we're going to come out here and we're going we're gonna to go fight. And uh, and they did it to a 9-3 and three record. Um, and uh, another positive year. And then let you know that if anybody says anything negative about this year, that the bar is so high if you don't make it to the Final Four, it's a down year. No, I agree. I mean, you, you, the, the program's in great hands. Coach Etheridge and his staff ha, are doing a remarkable job with these guys, and uh, they, they won a lot of games, a lot of close games. Yep. I think that defines your character and, and kind of how your work ethic is. Um, you know, they're going to kick themselves with how they started this game tonight, but, um, you know, even if they'd have come out with guns a-blazing, this is a, a, a very good central team. It's, it's, it, it's going to be surprising if they don't go all the way. Um, but, um, you know, again, Nice season for Auburn. You hate to, to end it to your rival, um, but um, you know this is uh, this is a program that's in good hands. We'll be right back with final thoughts. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The post-game show continues. Brought to you by Southern Union State Community College. On your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. This is the Southern Union State Community College post-game show. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu 
for more. We've we've pretty much put a bow on this one. Tigers just didn't have enough firepower. Central is really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, I you know I wish you could kind of spin it. Say if Auburn does this, this, or that, maybe something. No. Uh, you know, Central had Central was the better team tonight. Central was the better team a couple of weeks ago. It did not feel as as distant a couple of weeks ago. It was tonight. Tonight, it, from uh, midway through on the second quarter on, they they pretty much uh, had their way. Yeah, you know the the test and the testament of a, a good team is how how much more can you improve as the season goes on, and yeah. they improved big time from their first matchup. I think both teams did. Auburn got better too, but the the level that Central was able to take their game just far exceeded what Auburn's capable of, of standing tall against. But uh, hey, they they came out in the second half. You know, we talked a lot about the first half and, and how ugly that was. I thought they had a better showing in the second half. I think they can walk off the field feeling, uh, you know, that they at least left it here um, in Central. But uh, you know, it, it's always a bitter pill to swallow to end your career and end the season against your rival. But uh, you still have to tip your hat to Auburn having a good season when uh, when they weren't at full strength. Yeah, this is uh, this kind of, this rivalry across so many different sports has, has started to take on a life of its own. Football, it's been that way. Now basketball, women's basketball, softball, um, baseball, uh, and flag football now. Just so many different <laughs> sports where – uh, these two teams are in each other's way to get to the ultimate goal, and, yeah. and that's just the way that it is right now. Um, and uh, it stinks. It, it's it's I think it's great from an athletic standpoint, but it stinks when you're when you come up on the short end of the stick. It does, but but you know, like any good rivalry, the the other team makes you better. Yep. I mean, you you need somebody to push you. You need somebody that when you're training and nobody's watching, that you think, hey, that kid at Central, that kid may be doing something to get better. And so the Auburn kids are going to have to step their game up. That Central showed them that tonight. Auburn got them this time last year. Central gets them this time this year. Yep. Um, we'll see what happens. A year from now, yeah, well, because it'll, it'll be these same two teams oh, yeah. running for well, for a chance to go to the playoffs. We'll see. The championship. It'll it'll be these two teams competing for the region championship. We have no idea what the playoffs are going to look like right. with the new setup because of some team that, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but make sure to keep your dial tuned to Wings 94.3 so you don't miss tomorrow's Auburn University football game against New Mexico State. Coverage with begins at uh, 11 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken, with game day uh, on Wings. And then uh, Auburn will play New Mexico State. And then, of course, in one week, it is the Iron Bowl as Auburn will play Alabama at 2.30. One last time on CBS, fitting that uh, the last season of the SEC on CBS, it is the Iron Bowl at 2.30. Um, but – Guys, a whole lot of fun this year. It was it was a weird road. Didn't know how it was going to go after week two, but um, it was a whole lot of fun once again. Well, I enjoyed it. You guys, you guys do uh, do your alma mater proud. Y'all do a great job, and I'm I'm always enjoy doing this with you guys. I as well. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Second year doing this, and so I've I've enjoyed it. Looking forward to to many more. Hopefully, um, hey, also wanted to Scott give a quick shout out. I think the one of the guys that you got to tip your hat to this year is Henry Allen yeah. you know, coming in from baseball. You know, he, he steps up for his, his steps up for his school and what's going to be his alma mater. And he, yep. uh, you know, he steps in in a pinch and puts baseball to the side for a moment to, to help out is a, uh, it's very kind of an inspiring story to see. You know, and I'll say the game he played against Opelika will be the highlight of his high school career. That, they'll they'll remember that forever. And I got a chance to talk to his dad before the Smith Station game, and just he was just talking about how everything is just 
has been so special because it was all so unexpected. Yeah. So uh, they, they were living a dream through this football season. Well, Henry, is a he's a great kid, and not surprised that when that happened, he um, he was more than willing to, to help out. And then not surprised that he also had the success that he had this year. I think he ends up with 10-plus touchdowns rushing. He had the great game against Opelika. Without that game, I'm not sure that Auburn's in the playoffs. I agree. So uh, let you know, uh, it just yeah, what a what an interesting and it was a fun year. It doesn't end how you want to, but at the end of the day, there's only one way for the season to end how you want to, and and it's pretty darn hard to do, and only one school gets to do that one. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for us this year. Our next broadcast will not be for a couple of weeks as Auburn basketball returns to action after Thanksgiving break, and uh, Jack Hudden will have that call for you on uh, W Lee. Uh, as, as the Tigers return to action, both teams go in two different t- tournaments for Thanksgiving holidays. And as I bring that up, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, a safe Thanksgiving. Hope you get to eat all the uh, turkeys and sides and everything else that you want to have on the break. And then uh, have a safe one as well as uh, uh, time as holiday season comes around, opportunity for everybody to spend time with their family. Auburn High School football is produced by Jack Hudden. Our studio engineer is Sam Boyd. For the last time, my broadcast partner is Rob Pate. I'm Scott Bagwell. Have a good night, and go Tigers. High football on Wings 94.3 has been presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Thanks for listening to your hometown station for Auburn Sports, Wings 94.3.